let's say China. 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 You go over to China. 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 You take China. 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 I love them. China. 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 I have to have my China. 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 China, 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 China. I've been saying China, 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 China. Apparently, Donald Trump thinks Northwest Wisconsin is China. Let's let's go. Well, Ryan, you're right. I believe it appears that Donald Trump enjoys China and that he thinks everything is China. 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 You take China. I'll take China. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I have to have my China. Let's say China. 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 You see, China. That is one of the funniest mashups I've ever seen. It's from HuffPost Movie Mashups on YouTube. It's called Donald Trump Says China. It's it's pretty great. It is wonderful, and it's edited in such a way that it makes him say funny things he didn't really say. Um, which is so due to scheduling issues, we looked up content for this show like now. Um, we're kind of doing it as we speak i yeah just now actually um so uh so we're looking for a cold open and we're, we're going through youtube videos I'm like hey have we done the keep talking i forgot my cigarettes done the donald trump china supercut yet <clears throat> and dean thought about it for a minute and no we haven't so he he pulls it up he starts searching for doland trump <laughs> so uh Doland Trump. Apparently... Thanks Thanks for setting me up to tell a really bad joke while you left. <laughs> I had to go get my cigarettes. Apparently, Doland Trump is a thing. Uh, or it should be. It needs to be. I, I don't think it, it is, be. but it needs to be. I agree. Um, I would pay more attention if that were his name. Because, uh, <laughs> you know... Fuck it. Uh, tell me, my friend. You have brought things. I, I have a brought thing. things. I have, well, I brought... Multiple things. Multiple made things. of molecules, so it's a lot of things. Made of atoms, so it's even more things. Made of subatomic particles, so it's even more things than that. Is that how, is that how this works? The, the number of subatomic particles determines how many things a thing is? Is a subatomic particle a thing? I suppose. Well, then yes. So I have brought many, many things. Yes, you've brought too many things to count. Thank you. You're welcome. What did you bring? I brought uh, the alcohol we're drinking at the start of the show. We're, we've got two drinks tonight because I didn't have quite enough of this left. Well, it's going to, ch it's going to change later. It's yes. going to change later, but we are starting with... Uh, a Macallan 12-year single malt scotch. This is fancy for me. It is pretty fancy. It's, uh, it's the most expensive drink we've had on the show. The, 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 the expression that you have in your face <laughs> while you say that. 
it, it's like it's like you're saying it's the most expensive drink we've ever had on the show, but what comes across is like it's the most expensive drink <laughs> we've ever had. <laughs> no, I uh, I bought. Well, let's let's start with the drink. All right, I... let's let's drink. Oh, by the oh. way, you didn't just bring one McKellen twelve year aged Scotch. What you brought was many many molecules of McKellen twelve aged year Scotch. Indeed, aged malt. One of them. Years molecules. Science. I forgot to mention, we are drinking this on the rocks. We are. Damn, that is smooth, bro. Yeah. When do I have the urge to cough? Yeah. That's impressive. I like it. It's it's well worth the money. No peat. No peat. No. Um, I mentioned, I believe, last episode that I had gotten some Laphroaig and had you try that. And Laphroaig is filtered through peat moss. Yes. And it's, uh... And Not so a fan of that much peat, man. I like it. I like the peat. Um, but McKellen, no peat. No peat? No peat. All right. Well, thanks, Pete. Whoever you are. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> we I... just got done. What? 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 You're gonna say something? Oh, this is my second favorite scotch I've tried so far. What's your first favorite? Uh, Oban. Is that more expensive? Yes. How it's, much more expensive? It's about uh 50% more expensive per bottle. What's the the McAllen? Can I ask how much? Yeah. The, so the McAllen and the Laphroaig um are about fifty dollars a bottle each. Okay. The uh which makes the Oban about seventy five a bottle. I uh. That's expensive for alcohol, man. Well, no, it's not expensive for alcohol. It's expensive for college kid alcohol. That's exactly right. Which is what It's we expensive are. for the philosophy with which I approach, and I'm sure you approach sometimes, alcohol. Get drunk as cheap as possible? Yeah. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's not that. This, um... Well, not necessarily as cheap as possible, but cheaply. Yeah. Yeah. Dr- I'm, we're, we're, we're drunks on a budget. Come on. <laughs> um, actually bought the the whiskeys for myself with money I got for my birthday so I was That's willing nice. to willing to splurge yeah so who gave you the money for the birthday uh parents and grandparents so your parents bought you booze and your grandparents bought you booze yeah <laughs> they would not, not be happy to know that I'm sure your parents although, are so cool although <laughs> so uh I've talked before about my my dad. Our, our I'm sorry. I have listeners. to say. I have to say just once I, when I I just imagine the whole I'm a cool mom thing from Mean Girls. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Continue. You're uh, you're you said you've talked about once on the show before. Oh, I've talked about my dad on the show before. Yeah. Um, grew up very very religious. Uh, he was a minister for a while. He actually isn't now. Um, he never drank. Like he had had alcohol before, but like he didn't. But drink. like a drink. Yeah. So. For my dad's birthday this year, um, uh, what year is it? 15? So, for my dad's 58th birthday, I took him out and, uh, he, I got him to taste some beer. Okay. Uh, went to BJ's Brew House and got just a five beer sampler. Got him to try all those. That's pretty cool. Um, I wanted to, to talk about this a little. Uh, I went to a concert with my dad on Saturday. Oh, your dad went with you? Yeah, my dad I didn't went know with that. me to this concert. I'll talk about it in a little bit. Um, it's kind of surprising that my, my dad went. I know. Um. I wouldn't see him there. But he, he went with me and it was cold. It was, uh... It Is got... that an outdoor venue? You went to it... Gas Monkey. Yeah, we went to Gas Monkey. It's an outdoor venue, and it got down to freezing. Jesus Christ. Um, and we're Texans, and that is too cold. Yeah, no. Like, freaking 50 degrees is too cold here. Uh... <laughs> So I walked up to the bar and I got myself a scotch that I had never tried before. Uh, Glen Levet, also a 12 year. Uh, didn't like it. Um, what was the difference between like the McKellen that we're drinking now and that Glen Levet? Glen Levet isn't as smooth. 
A little more bite. A little more bite. Um, a little more bite in that it's also spicy, kind of like the uh, the Maker's 46 we had. Oh, okay. It's a little spicy um, and a, a little bit of a bitter finish. Okay. I could see that not being so much fun without a chaser. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't... I guess I shouldn't say I didn't like it. It was fine. Uh, it is more expensive than it's worth, though. I, I wouldn't buy a bottle of it. It's okay. just too pricey. Yeah, no need to. Um, but I got my dad to try the whiskey. Oh, really? Yeah. And um, he tried it, and he kind of let it sit for a while. And then he tried it again, um, and then he was done. Yeah. I, I would think <laughs> but, two uh, sips... I mean, is that... That's not his first liquor ever, but it's not his in first a while, ever. right? Um, well, I mean, the beer on his birthday was in April, and that was the first time he had had alcohol probably since him and my mom got married 25 years ago. So it's been a long time it's for liquor. It's been a long time for liquor. Yeah, for that being your first time getting into it, bro, you might, might want to yeah, so start on something a little more. After the concert, we, we came back, and I was like, all right, I want you to try something, and I poured him just a small sip just a of smidge. this Macallan, and he actually liked it. It's good, man. It's I it's was... hard not to like. It's a really smooth scotch, but it's tasty. It's 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 very tasty. It's not, like, powerful tasty. No, it's not. It's it's very good. I like it. And uh, part of the reason it's not powerful tasty is because we're having it with ice. Um, it's it got a does, little water in it. It does need a little something to dilute it. Yeah, I can see that. And also warm. I just don't like warm alcohol. Yeah, me either. Especially to just, just drink. Yeah, it's um, not good. The guy who got me into whiskey in the winter time as it starts getting colder, he likes to mix his whiskey with a, a drinking water or a spring water. Yeah. Um, because in the winter he doesn't like it cold, but it still needs a little... Something to dilute. Yeah. That makes sense. Okay, so, uh... <clears throat> We just spent... How long did we spend doing what we just did? You got here at 9.30. We got started by 10. Yeah, we were probably started by 10. And it's uh, it's getting close to 2. So we spent about 4 hours working on this this project for you. Yeah, I have a project in one of my classes. Um, if you listened to a previous episode of Drinking Files, at least number 2, you will know what this class is. You will know how unhappy I am. And uh, it is... This project is basically making 5 listicles, but you have to have video content. So rather than actually taking the time... To to edit complicated videos, I said, what's the easiest way that I can get good video content and not have to edit very much? The answer? My pretty face. Hell yeah, boy. <laughs> video <laughs> podcasts. Because I watch them. I watch video podcasts on YouTube. Things yep. from like Funhouse and stuff like that. So I'm not really into the video podcast scene. I, I like them. I'm, I have fun with it. So it's one of those that I, I thought, I like, this co- I like this kind of content. I've got a camera that takes good, high quality video that yep. I got recently. Yep. Uh, thank you, father. Um, so it, I decided, yeah, fuck, I'll just do that. So we're doing it. Yeah. Well, we did the first two, and then, but we were drinking old and, fashions and smoking. Yeah, and uh, your professor didn't like that. Yeah, my professor is a, uh, I was going to say a stick in the mud, but more like a stick up the ass. <laughs> One of those things sounds more fun than the other. Ugh, can't decide which. Anyway, <laughs> so, uh... <laughs> So yeah, I just got those. I'm gonna have to edit those over our Thanksgiving time. Uh, that end of the week and the weekend, it's gonna be a pain because I also have to work on two other final projects at the same time. Uh, one of them is a very intense paper. So I am yeah. about to go through hell over Thanksgiving. So what am I thankful for tonight? When I can just get drunk with my friend and we can fucking chill because it's about to be rough. Yeah. Yep. I just got slammed with. I thought I was done or getting close to done for the semester, and I got slammed with a whole bunch of homework yesterday. Oh really? Yeah. Ugh. Well, what what is it in? Is it in uh, uh, one two... of your hard sciencey classes, you sciencey guy? <laughs> it's actually uh, two two different classes. 
I have a programming assignment and okay. a homework due in my computer networks class. All right. Which uh, the homework shouldn't be too bad. I'm not sure about programming assignment. Um, you have heard me bitching all semester about this fucking group project I've been stuck with. Yes, you've mentioned on the show a couple times. All right. So um, it's a programming class. So the program was due Thursday a week ago. So Jesus it's been Christ. 10 or 11 days at this point that and the you, final code was due. And you got an extension. Well, not really. Ooh. But when the final code was due, our program didn't work. And I won't go into why. I won't go into all the problems I had because it's just not a fun story. No. But it didn't work. We had to present on our program last Friday. Jesus! So I had an extra week to work on the program before presenting. So it's already due. I'm still working on it. Presented on Friday. It works enough for me to present it on Friday. Yes. But it's a chat program, and you can't do the one thing you need to do in a chat program, which is chat. What's broke? I'm not going to even ask what's broken. Yeah, don't ask. <laughs> <laughs> so my teacher says, okay, well, you have to show it to the TA on Monday. Okay. I'm not able to get it working in time. This is a group project. You're doing the coding. I'm doing the coding. You don't have one of those uh, one of those fancy uh, little pr uh, programs that allows you to cold code with multiple people? No, like we they do. Can and my, my teammates are supposed to be helping me. They're just not. Have you spoken to the professor? Yes. Oh, okay. And he was like, okay, just get it done. Basically. Okay. So we go in on Monday and I was able to get some more stuff working, but not the stuff I needed. Showed it to the TA. He asked me if I had done stuff. I said, no, it doesn't work. Okay. So he said, all right, well, don't worry about your grade. I'll talk to, talk to the professor of the class and see if we can get you another week. Okay. And he did. He got me another week to work on it. Excellent. So I have basically three weeks after this program was due to get it functional and turned in. So that's the other other thing I got slammed with. Sounds sounds like a tough, tough college life, sir. It's no fun. Plus, my networking homework and just a little bit of homework in other classes that, like, by itself isn't too bad, and it's just all yeah, adding but, up. Uh, but with the, that's the thing about it is the addition of other stuff on top of... Yep. Like, you have one complicated thing that if you could just bear down and do it, it would be done. Yep. But then you also have all these other little little chicken shit things that you have to get finished That's it just creates problems. Yep. All right, so last of the boring things. I got a new boom for the mic. Yes, we... I'm kicking... The thing that is not the mic anymore, Yay. because the mic is no longer on the floor. It's great, isn't it? I I got a boom that that's able to clip onto the edge of the desk. Or not not clip. It clamps. It clamps with like a C clamp on the edge of the desk, and then it has you know arms, and you can move it, and I can move <laughs> it fairly quietly. Like if I move it, you probably wouldn't hear it through the mic. I probably not. I'm super happy with this setup, dude. It's this to me. This has made recording like ten times more fun, just because I don't have to have my legs folded up under me anymore. Oh yeah. Um. Okay, is that the last of the boring stuff out of the way? It's the last of the boring stuff out of the way. We talked about the... Did we talk about the gent videos? Uh, no, you started going about your project, but we never said what they were. Okay, we yeah. Distracted. So the project is gent videos. Videos that we have to make, that I have to make, that I've already said that I had to make them. Um, I'm trying to figure out where I left off. Uh, shit. Uh, the fucking videos. They're videos of stuff. Um... Listicles. But, oh, yeah, yeah. Articles. So he wants us to do articles, listicles, and stuff, and you have to build a WordPress. WordPress fucking sucks, by the way. Uh, I'm 
I'm used to work on Squarespace, and Squarespace is 10 times better. Uh, more than 10 times. It's 100 times. It's 1,000. And it's as many molecules are <laughs> in this uh, scotch that we're drinking, it's that many molecules times better than WordPress. So, um... Listicles. Listicles. We, we, we have, have, we have listicles. reached the pinnacle of, of journalism exactly. with listicles. Yeah, in my like, journalism class, my professor wants us writing fucking listicles. Fucking BuzzFeed-ass, fucking no-sources, fucking listicles, man. I'm sorry, I'm, I've, I've got to get in the groove of cursing again because we couldn't curse in my fucking listicle fucking videos. Fuck! Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm really I'm not that upset about it because it's easy shit, but it, it did require me to ask my dear dear friend to come in and waste hours of his life recording this shit. However, yeah, I wouldn't call it wasted. Well, it, it I I wouldn't just for the reason that it might turn into a podcast. Yeah, we might spin off a, a music podcast. That would be fun for me because I, I think you and I both like music. We've had guests on this show that, that enjoy music a lot uh, and know a lot about it, and I think it would be a lot of fun for us to do. A I music do. Show. I the one thing I would I would change um is I don't I don't like this well, I, and the problem is that we had to do five listicles on five gent songs each, so it got really yeah. repetitive. I'd like the opportunity to sit down with a song, mm -hmm. or an album maybe, yeah. and just really dissect just something instead of having to just like hit some high notes on exactly. a couple of things. And... It would be short, probably about 30 minutes long, I yeah. would think, and because uh, I don't want to do another hour and a half podcast. Because uh, <laughs> I do it like a podcast that comes out to about three hours, and I do an hour and a half show. Yeah. And I I'm not interested in doing another hour and a half style show. So what I'd like to do is have it be about half an hour. Yeah. And then, uh, and we can just talk about music, man. Like, you know, bring a song, bring an album, bring a couple songs, bring, you know, like what, what is your favorite music to listen to while you're driving? It really depends on my mood. I've got, uh, recently I started listening to, uh, Utsupi. Okay. You familiar with? No. I think it's just a guy. Just a, uh, like, like Tenkin? Yeah, like Tenkin. It's, uh. Is Tenkin, is it Tenkan? Ten I don't know. Con? I don't know. I don't no, um, okay. it's death metal. Okay, but with Vocaloid vocals. Oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah, and uh, Utsupi and uh, Yamaha Corporation are two. It's the same thing. It's death metal with with Vocaloids that I've really gotten into. But uh, Utsupi runs the Vocaloids through filters to make it sound like they're screaming. Um, oh, okay, so they distort. Yeah, yeah. and uh, whereas Yamaha Corporation is just clean Vocaloid Excellent. vocals. I I want to run an experiment right now. Mm -hmm. I just saw my gain knob. Okay, and you saying distorted vocals and shit made me can we take a second and let me turn this gain all the way up and see what it does let's see what it does okay i'm turn it up turn it up okay the gain is all the way up i i, I can't scream i oh fear we're without a son oh my god I, dude it's so it's wow. clipping so bad that clipped really really bad wow i usually turn the gain up about about 15 or 20 percent um just to do it but right. this is, this just went insane. <laughs> Looking at the waveform, oh, it, we, we passed it, but, but, oh, Jesus. It was, it was pretty epic looking. Okay, so, is that all the boring stuff? I think it's all the boring stuff, but, uh, we're talking about music, and yes. I, I said I went to a concert with my dad. You did. Uh, should I talk about that? Well, let's take a break. We're about, uh, 23 minutes in, about done with our drinks. Wanna I'm, take a break? I'm basically through with my drink. I've got a little bit of whiskey water left, but. <laughs> whiskey water. That was my band in high school. Well, that's a good band name. It wasn't my band, though. <laughs> my band in high school was 
actually this fall on fire. You don't want to. You don't want to talk about the, the concert before we go to break. Okay, talk about the concert. So uh, the reason it's so surprising my dad went to this concert with me is it was a metal concert. See, that's why uh, I said I couldn't see him there. <clears throat> my dad actually really likes metal. Um, he's not a huge fan of of dirty vocals or raw vocals or <laughs> screaming vocals, but he can he can put up with some. But the music he he likes a lot. He digs it. Yeah. So uh, this band the the opener was a band I'd never heard of before, Lulwater. Okay. Um, which is kind of post hardcore. That's how I'd describe it. Uh, and then Butcher Babies and Amaranth. That sounds excellent, man. Butcher Babies are fucking killed it. They were great. I'm a fan of Butcher um, Babies. Heidi and Carla can scream like, what can they scream like? A banshee? A banshee. That's a good one. Um, God, they're, they're a fucking awesome life. Now, uh, Heidi has some sung parts in her song, and those weren't great, but they weren't awful by any means. Yeah. And the band was together. They performed well. Um, and then Amaranth... Amaranth's instrumentation was fine. Um, they've got a really great drummer. Uh, their guitarist is decent. He he does some nice solos, but a lot of his solos sound similar. Yeah. Uh, and their bassist just kind of sits in the back and does really great metal bass grooves. Like, I was watching him, and he was fucking just nuts, just going at it. Um... One of my favorite things about Amaranth, they have, so they have, uh, you don't know Amaranth, do you? No, I do not. They have three musicians, guitarist, bassist, and drummer, and three vocalists. Uh, they have Jake on clean vocals, clean male vocals, Elise, Rid, Ride, R-Y-D, uh, it's a Swedish band, okay. uh, also on clean vocals. So clean. Yeah. Uh, so they have male and female clean vocals, and then they have dirty vocals. Okay. Um, and, uh, Jake actually wasn't on tour with them. He had a kid, and so there's a fill-in vocalist who was mediocre. Elise was not great live, and she is, like, the highlight of the band in the recordings. Really? Her vocals, yeah. On our, on our break, I'll show you one of their songs. Maybe she, she has performing an... problems. Or I maybe think... it's just something about... Well, I think she does. When she came out on the very first... The first two songs, her face was, like, tight and kind of contorted, and she was really weird. And to the point that I thought maybe she was, like, super drunk. Yeah. But then as the concert went on, she loosened up. And as she loosened up, her, her vo voice got better. Um, they did a couple songs where she actually sang really well. Okay. Um, so it got better. Yeah, I, th I think she just was probably probably nervous. That makes sense. I'll have to show you one of their songs on break. You should. All right, man. Is that, uh... That was the concert my dad went with me. Excellent. We, uh, we rocked out. My neck is still a little sore from all I the... I love that feeling, bending. though. Because when you wake up with a sore neck after a show, you know you had fun. Oh, yeah. So that's, that's always a good time. All right, so... You want to take a break? Let's take a break. Take a break!
heard Set Fire to the Rain by Tenken. Yes. Originally by Adele. Indeed. This is uh, a cover of Adele's Set Fire to the Rain. Um, I love this guy. He's pretty good. Yeah, he's from France. Huh. I didn't know that. Just found that out. Look at the screen. Uh, hashtag I stand with France. Is that the hashtag? Is yeah. Is that the, the thing sure. in the news? Sure it is. Hashtag slacktivism. Let's not get political. So, uh... <laughs> So, um, is there anything that you wanted to talk about on the show before we go into the stuff that we just dug up a second ago? There is. I actually, uh, you and I met on Friday, was on it? On Friday? Yeah. Yeah, and, uh, there was a, a thing I told you I wanted to talk about. Um, it was a school thing, a school email that you hadn't seen. <clears throat> Do you remember? No. I feel bad now. Uh, I feel bad now because uh, you came through with the topic and I was like, I didn't, I didn't, I don't remember oh Why shit it... uh while oh. you're looking for that let me talk about the drink just while you're looking for that yeah because we have a new drink uh we do we we finished off the, that taste that we did of that scotch was the last of that scotch and mm, was it tasty so um with that being gone we had to figure out what to do for this one well ryan had a good idea uh for i texted him earlier today and he said how about whiskey sho whiskey showers <laughs> i'm fine with the whiskey shower <laughs> he said how about whiskey sours and uh, I never had one before. <clears throat> and I said, okay, bring lemons. So he brought lemons. I have sugar and whiskey, bourbon, Maker's Mark, as always. And we made whiskey sours. This is uh, some amount of sugar, some amount of lemon juice, and bourbon. Some amount of it. Yeah, we had to kind of guesstimate because we don't really have the tools to really measure things exactly. Yeah, right. instead of... So I went to Walmart and Kroger. Okay. Neither of them sell lemon juice anymore. So it Like was, it used to be like a lemon-shaped bottle when it had juice in it. Yeah, and I specifically asked at both places where the, it was. And I'm like, oh, we don't carry it anymore. Um, was that like a single company that went on a business or some shit? Like, that's I, insanity. I guess. I don't know. Because I called my grandmother, too, and was like, I need lemon juice. Where where would I find it? And so she told me, like, specifically where in Walmart to go. And I was there, and I just didn't have it. So I asked the guy, and he said, oh, yeah, we don't stock it anymore. So I just grabbed lemons. Probably because it sits in people's refrigerators for five years. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> Because it does. Um, so, let's do this. <coughs> Could do with a little more bourbon, I think. Um, I, I don't think I accounted for how strong that lemon juice is going to be. I think it needs more sugar. Really? Yeah. Um, I put two cubes. Whiskey, yeah, it needs more sugar. Okay. Um, whiskey sours are, like, one of my favorite drinks, but typically the way I make them is uh, half a shot of simple syrup, shot of sweet and sour, and two shots of whiskey. Okay. And uh, sweet and sour is going to be naturally sweeter than just lemon juice. Yeah. Um, and I think it needs the extra sweet. This just... Yeah, the extra little oomph. Okay. Oh, that's getting caught in the back of my throat. Is it it's, really? It's... Yeah. We can kick a little more sugar in on the next round, because there's going to be one more round, probably. Probably. So we can kick a little bit more sugar in then. Uh, your story, your email, did you find it? I didn't find the email, but I know the story. Okay, tell it. So, uh, Friday, I got an email from the school. Okay. Uh, that we go to, UNT. Yes. It was a crime alert email. Crime? Oh, I love those. Yeah, they're usually ridiculous. They're usually um, dumb, but every now and then, and I don't take joy in this, I actually, it scares me. Um, we'll get one about, like, some dude was kidnapped and raped. Yeah. In a car. And it's a like, what the fuck happens? Like, apparently at UNT, more guys get kidnapped and raped than girls. That doesn't surprise me. That's... This school's weird in every other way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Why not? I mean, why yeah. not like that? I guess. But so, so this was a theft. Okay. So, what was stolen? <laughs> Marijuana. No. Okay. It, even better. All right. Okay. So two 
I'm going to use the language of the email. Two black males okay. walk up to someone. It doesn't say, doesn't give any description of the victim, which is good. They don't need to. It's common. Don't, don't yeah. have to. Um, walk up to the victim and say, we're representatives from Apple. We are doing a new customer service thing. We'd like you to come with us. We're going to take you to an Apple store and we're going to have you buy three iPhones. We'll I pay you back for the iPhones, now. but we just need, we need you to go in there and, and buy it so we can get your feedback on the experience experience and get your get so, your thoughts and feedback. So two random assholes walk up to somebody and I guess they look convincingly like Apple representatives and they say, we're from Apple and we just walk around and ask people to buy us iPhones or buy to buy iPhones so that we can see how you like them. Yeah, so this happened in, in Denton. The nearest Apple store is in South Lake, which is like a half hour drive. So they drive all the way to South Lake. They drive all the, the way to South Lake. Go to the Apple store. Walk in. These poor naive fuckers you, buy three iPhones. Buy three iPhones. Give it to the guys who just take the iPhones and leave. The guarantee was that the money would be credited back to the account, right? Uh, I it didn't. The email didn't go into specific. Well, details. I would assume that would be said. I assume like, that would be yeah, what would happen. That makes perfect sense. Uh, well, none of it makes sense, but that part would make sense if they were like, "Yeah, we're gonna credit back your account. Don't worry about it. Just buy these iPhones. Buy them." I guess you'd think things would be off when you like first walk into the the store and like you're with these two Apple employees doing. Doing this thing and like none of the other Apple employees are like interacting with them or whatever. Yeah, and exactly. They weren't like, hey Johnny. These these guys were just in plain clothes. They weren't like dressed up as Apple employees. The descriptions were just plain clothes. Like uh one of them, I remember this description said he was in a black puffy jacket and had white uh Nike ones. I oh think. wait, they weren't even dressed up like Apple store reps? No, not even dressed up like Apple store reps. Like I feel sorry for for whoever fell for this, but like you kind of have to be really. I feel dumb. sorry. This is the thing. I feel sorry for whoever fell for this on a lot of levels. I yeah. feel sorry that you were conned. I feel sorry that you fell for this. I feel sorry that people are so shitty as to do this, and I feel sorry that you're so gullible that this would fucking work on you. <laughs> I know. Those are the levels of my sorry. Oh, it's fucking stupid and and ridiculous and fucking hilarious. It, it is. It is hilarious. And well, we're humans. We have to laugh at others' misfortune. Yeah. Misfortune. 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 <laughs> Oh, I remember you telling me about that. That is insanity, dude. It really is. I can't believe that would actually happen. Oh, I can believe it would happen. I can believe someone would try it. I can't believe anyone would fall for it. I can. I've met people who would fall for it. <laughs> uh, I know people. <laughs> um. Oh, I have. I do have a story before yeah. we get into the news that we're that we were gonna talk about. That's basically just there in case we run out of ideas. Um, <laughs> so I uh, binged Jessica Jones on Netflix. Yeah. What'd you think of it, dude? It's fucking good, man. I heard a lot of positive reviews on Facebook. It's incredible. It's Here's the thing about, about this show. It takes place in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. If you don't know what that is, fucking Google it, because I'm not going to explain. Daredevil also took place in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, also a Netflix show. Mm -hmm. I think Daredevil might have been slightly better, but for different reasons. Like, they're very different shows. Yeah. Um, I can't really say Daredevil was better. They're very different. Jessica Jones is so dark. Yeah? Dude, there, and it's, like, gritty, but also sexy. There's so much sex in that show. Sounds and it's like a good 
good show. Well, it's in the first few episodes, so they're kind of making the point that, like, nah, nah, this isn't your daddy's Marvel, or this isn't the Marvel of the last six years. This is, uh, this is a dark, gritty Marvel. This is a Marvel that tells you how it is. Yeah. They have, they've got a heroin addict as a main character. They've got a, uh, or as a supporting character. They have, uh, Jessica Jones, the, the main character, uh, played incredibly by something, what's her name? I can't remember, but she's great. She's the girl, the black, ha- the black haired girl from Don't Trust the Bean Apartment something number. Um. I, I know who you're talking about. I yeah. her name. She's really good. Uh, she's an alcoholic. Yeah. Fucking straight up alcoholic. Uh, Luke Cage. Yeah. Damaged. Likes to fuck. Fucks a lot. Uh, also, introduction of Luke Cage. What? Yeah, it's great. <laughs> um, good show. That's my review. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, fuck. How could I forget? Doctor Who from a few times ago as the Purple Man. Kilgrave. He's a, he's incredible. Uh, Eccleston, Matt Smith. The one between uh, those. Between those. Yeah, the one that everyone likes except for me. <laughs> Uh, that's not true. Eccleston is the worst doctor. Um, what is his name? Wow, dude, you're gonna get some fucking hate. No, Eccleston, Eccleston was not a good doctor. Uh, I agree, but... The one in between him and Matt Smith was fine. I liked him. He, he seems wore to, Converse. He seems to be everyone's favorite, but yeah. I prefer Matt Smith. Uh, Matt Smith is still my favorite doctor. He plays the villain. He plays Kilgrave, the purple man. A uh, guy with mind-controlling powers. Uh, he just has to, like, look at you and say something, and you'll fucking do it. Like, he tells people to cut their fucking throat, and huh. they just lift up a knife, and they're like, shit and they're dead. He's incredible. He plays a wonderful psychopath. Um, I believe it. He seems like he would. Yeah, but not so... Like, he's more subtle about it, where... Have you ever seen Nightcrawler with Jake Gyllenhaal? No. Okay, Jake Gyllenhaal uh, plays a kind of personality disorder-having psychopath, almost, uh, in a very... It's not blatant. It's subtle, but it's subtle in a different way. Like, it's... It comes through in times, and it's incredibly creepy. Yeah. Kilgrave is never so, so creepy. There's all Always this little underlying current of creep. Very good. Big yeah. fan. Yeah. Big fucking fan. Uh, uh, the show was very good. Go watch it if you have Netflix. If you don't, what fucking year are you in? <laughs> um. So yeah, that's my review. I should get my sister to give me her Netflix password. You don't have Netflix? I don't have Netflix. I'm with my parents. Because <laughs> you can have like four people on an account, and my yeah. whole family's on on a single account. My parents are on my sister's account. For some reason, that doesn't surprise me. Okay. Uh. <laughs> No, really, like, people just trade Netflix information like crazy. Uh, um, what? Our friend Jess, who we had on the show? Yeah. Uh, when her and Steven were dating, she offered to give me Steven's parents' Netflix password. Jesus, see? People just trade that shit like crazy. I have an HBO Now password. I can see if you, if I can share it with my parents or something, or you, or whatever, and see if you can have multiple people on at once. I'm not sure. But, uh, HBO Now. Great service, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. I have a, a Torrent Day account, so I'm Yeah, loading. you don't need it. No. Okay. So, uh, are we ready for news then? Because I'm out of ideas. I'm, I honestly, I'm wiped out from spending fucking four, what, two, three, four hours recording fucking videos. Yeah, I'm really excited to be doing this show, but I feel like it's probably going to be a, a low point for the, the series. Cause we're no, the so low exhausted. point is the last show. The last show? The content was good, <laughs> but I fucked up. Yeah? I take full responsibility. I absolutely fucked up on the recording of that show. 
ago, I ac I accidentally activated the wrong mic, and it sounds fucking terrible. I got I was asleep, so I didn't see it. I got a message from you at like four, like freaking out because the show's quality was just awful. I I pride myself in having high quality shows. Yeah. I pride myself in in producing. I mean, your show has that like awesome NPR dead room sound. My show, which has been like a month since the last episode. That's fine. We'll and... talk about it after the next break because <laughs> I, I want to hear about your show. Um, but I, I, it's just it sounds just so bad. Um, I sat. I tried to fix it. I tried to make things happen. I filtered it through things and tried to make it sound good. I tried so hard. Yeah. Didn't work, man. It, it still sounds bad. It sounds better than the raw did, but it, it's not that good. Luckily, we have this one going on, and that's gonna be fixed. Yeah. Hold on, let me look at the waveform and make sure. <laughs> yeah, that's a good looking waveform. Yeah, the whole waveform for the last one was just not quite right. It didn't but like, look right. In a way that, like, we couldn't say anything because, like, trying to look at the waveform of a show and be like, oh, no, the waveform is wrong. Like, you can't. It's difficult. No one knows. Yeah. Um, But it, it just didn't look the same. I, I feel like I keep having this in my mind like I should have known. I should have fucking known. But I guess you're right. It's it's hard to tell, especially when you're in the middle of recording. You're taken in by the momentum of everything, and it's it's really difficult to tell. Enough behind-the-scenes shit, dude. Let's talk about this news. Yeah, let's. So, want to read that headline? Amazon resets user passwords over fears of possible compromise. So... Report. Yes. Amazon is a little worried. This comes from techtimes.com. Amazon is a little worried that uh, they may have had a breach, I suppose. Uh, the quote from Amazon is, we recently discovered that your Amazon password may have been improperly stored on, our, on your device or transmitted to Amazon in a way that could potentially expose it to a third party. We have corrected the issue to prevent this exposure. So they've kind of forced resets. Uh, they kind of forced reset everything. Um... I actually was not familiar with this story until literally just now when you pulled it up and made me read the headline. Yeah. Uh, so initial reaction as a guy who um, is a comp sci major and is getting a, a minor in security, I'm glad they're like being proactive and doing something yeah. when they realize they just, it could be a problem. They basically locked down the accounts and sent out emails saying, reset your shit. I'm, I'm sure there are people who are going to be pissed that they're having to reset their passwords. Um, in fact, I know a guy who okay. does a podcast one okay. that I plugged. Zach, okay. Zach Jake Johnson of Video Games. Zach Jake Johnson? Zach, yeah, not Zach Johnson, the golfer. Okay. Zach Jake Johnson, the How video games How do you spell developer. that middle bit there? J-I-C-K. Oh, exactly how it sounds. Yeah. Continue. <laughs> um, like, he absolutely does not care about computer security or privacy at all. He just wants all of his shit to work all of the time. Um, which... Statistically, it's not a bad way to live. No. I mean, you're not likely to get hacked. No, you're not. Um... So there will be people who are upset that they got locked out and are forced to reset their passwords. There are going to be people who don't know anything about computers who are upset that it was handled wrong in the first place. Yeah. Um, but as a guy who studies security, this happens all the time. I am so happy to see Amazon being proactive. I'm, I'm not an Amazon fan. You're not? I, I don't like Amazon. I do. Um, as an online retailer, they're okay, but they're doing some shady stuff with their book sales and, like, refusing oh. to 
sell, yeah, okay. refusing to sell Apple yeah. TV and yeah. the uh, Google. Wow. Um, as far as their media arm Chromecast goes, I believe. And... As far as their media arm goes, stuff is weird. They don't want to support Chromecast. They don't want to do the Apple thing because they've got their own thing. They're trying. Yeah, to Yeah, they're trying to get and... the Fire Stick going and the Fire TV going and stuff like that. I, I, that's true. They they are a little. But I mean, they're allowed to be that way. Google doesn't have to sell Amazon shit on the Play Store, so. But they do. On the Play Store? Well... Well, no, I mean Amazon, like, Amazon hardware oh. on, on the Play Store. No, It's but... not called the Play Store anymore. It's called, like, the, the Google Store, I think. No, it's called the Play called. Store. Is it still? Yeah. Okay, I thought yeah. you changed the name. No, um... But, but they don't have a market for any of that stuff. Like, they're not selling oh. any of that hardware stuff on the Play Store. Amazon doesn't like, have a market for their content on other stuff. I mean... Amazon... The Apple TV, questionably, because there is just the Amazon app on an Apple TV, but they're really trying to get their Fire TV off the ground. Uh, there isn't an Amazon app on the Apple TV. Oh, they're they're refusing to support that they're as well? They're refusing to support that as well. Okay. Well, I have an Xbox 360, so fuck them. I'll just watch Amazon there. Uh, <laughs> or on or on my computer. Like, mm-hmm. I, I've got a fucking big-ass computer. Big-ass yeah. monitor, anyway. Yeah. I mean, you know. Yeah, it's one of those things, man. It's it's just the market being the market. I agree. I think it's shady. I think that they should support these other platforms. Well... If I want to watch Man in the High Castle on my Chromecast, I should be allowed to. But it's their decision. It's their content. If they want to be shitty about it, they can be shitty about it. It. Yeah, and so... But we recognize that they're being shitty about it. That's the difference. We're not just, like, blindly... And I'm sure I'm sure you get this, so I want to point this out for our listeners. What I'm not saying is there should be some regulation or something that or forces... Law. Or law. Yeah. That forces Apple to sell and support these platforms. Yeah. It, what I'm Apple, saying is... Apple, Amazon, Google, these people are not common carriers. Or Amazon is what I meant. I think I said Apple. I meant yeah. Amazon. Um, All of them. They're not common carriers. They don't have to support you if they don't want to. No. Them. And I support... Amazon's right to not support these other platforms. Yes. And the way that I compensate for yeah. that is I don't support Amazon then. That I I put my money where my mouth is. Yes. I, I don't give Amazon money because I don't like their policies. See, I'm not as I'm not as into that because I don't I'm not as mad at Amazon as you are, I guess. And that's fine. Yeah. It's not a big deal. It's just one of those things. I I, I worked around in order to get Amazon. On uh, video working on my tablet, I worked around and I installed the phone APK on my tablet, uh-huh. so Amazon Video works. Yeah. Um, is it optimal? No, but I'm savvy enough to do it. Yeah. So it's it's like that. I, I personally, and I also have Amazon on my 360, so I can watch Amazon Video there. Um, they chose to support the 360 because it's it's a different market, really. Yeah. Um, it really is. So yeah, I, I I'm just not as mad, and I also like having two day shipping. I mean, they're altern Amazon's alternative. To like supporting the 360 and and PS3 and Xbone and PS4. Yeah, is to like build an Amazon branded Ouya. Ugh. And that is going. Well, we saw how nowhere. well that went for Ouya. So. <laughs> Yeah, uh, that's not likely to happen. Um, but yeah, I, I agree with you. However, that Amazon is—it's very good that Amazon has said, "Fuck it, all your passwords are reset now." Yeah, yeah. The, the security side, like Amazon, is doing everything right. Uh, I, think. I would say they're doing everything as right as is possible. Well, there's no such thing as a completely fireproof system. Like you can't. There's no such thing as an unhackable system. Yes, and and yes, and that's where I was. Going with that, like, 
Yeah. Um, and in my computer securities class, my professor started the semester and said, hopefully you new students who are just learning security, who haven't been indoctrinated by the way things currently work, can come up with the new security paradigm. Better, because better the one ways. we have doesn't work. It doesn't. And and to be honest, I think it's one of those things where I think it's I th- I think it's uh, the Chicago way. They That's bring a knife, you bring a gun. Yeah. They put one of your guys in the hospital, you put one of theirs in the morgue. That's yeah. the Chicago way. That's uh, it's also that's not really the security way. Although, well, no. What my point uh, is like, my point is like, in the same way that cops say, "Look, we need bulletproof vests because they have bullets." So the cops get bulletproof vests, and then they get armor-piercing rounds. Like you know, it's it's kind of the battle between hacking and security. I feel like it's just gonna go that way forever. Oh yes, it is. It is probably. Yeah. I, I mean, a, a, until every computer in the country or in the world is controlled by the one world government and you can't do things on your computer unless the one world government wants you to. Which, I will point out, is technically impossible. Yeah, sure. Hackers will always be breaking security. Security experts will always be trying to make it better. I I don't know. It's just one of these things that's going to trade off forever and ever. Yep, probably. And I'm okay with that. I really am too. It's one of those that, I mean, security experts have to get better. To be honest, in order for security to get better, hackers have to get better. You can't have the yin without the yang, man. Well, I mean, if hackers never get better, theoretically, but your security Secu- experts can. Theoretically, so, security is perfect. Yeah, theoretically, <laughs> like, you you just patch all of the current security holes and then you're good. But, uh, you know. That's, that's not gonna happen. That's not how real life works. Yeah, exactly. Well, I'm, I, like you, am glad that Amazon is taking the route of reset it. Just yeah. fucking reset your password. You don't have a choice. Yeah. We're not gonna send you an email and say, you might want to reset. No, fuck you. Reset your password. We have credit card information, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, no, Amazon, and I believe I have a uh, one-click purchase set up on my Amazon account. I do too. So anyone who gets either of our passwords can just buy shit. Mm-hmm. So... Or get our credit card information, or some um, of it. Well, they can't... If they have your password, they shouldn't be able to get your credit card information. But well, when you go on to edit your one-click stuff, it shows some of the information. It not shows enough. Like, it shows the last four digits. Yeah, which, probably uh, not enough isn't to enough. Matter. But it shows some of it. So that's the end of that story. I'm happy. Are you happy? I'm happy. Excellent. Uh, this is something interesting because I, I, I saw this and I decided to pick it just because you just sent me five bucks on Google Wallet. Yep. Because I got you a burrito and some sauce. I, I needed some salsa. I don't have any. I have some. Yeah. I don't know why you bought salsa. I have a whole thing of paste picante in my fucking fridge. Yeah, but I don't have any in my fridge. And so I gave you money and I'm going to take the thing that I just bought home. Yeah, absolutely. Fridge. Take it with you. Um, So, go ahead. Headline is yours, sir. Um, Also, when he offered me salsa, I thought he was going to offer me just like a free small Little thing packet of instead salsa. of a jar of instead paste of picante. Just like, do you want to just buy a, a jar of paste from this grocery store where it's like three times the price at any actual store. Um, and less than half the size of any average bottle of paste picante. It is a tiny, which is good because I don't use a lot of salsa, but it is a tiny bottle of picante sauce. Um, I use a lot of salsa, man. I throw salsa on shit. I, if I have sauces, yeah. this is the thing about me and sauces. 
If I have sauces available, yeah. I will throw it on anything. Anything. See, if I have any green sauce, I'll throw that shit on a chicken. If I have any uh, tomato sauce, I'll throw that shit on a hamburger. Make myself a fucking Salisbury steak. If I've got a fucking picante sauce, I'll throw that shit on either a chicken or a hamburger. Doesn't matter. Because picante is good on everything. See, the thing I like on everything is uh, crushed red pepper. Crushed red pepper. Yeah. Red pepper that you just broke up with. And now it's all sad and crying into its pillow. Basically. That's like... <laughs> That's the best kind of red pepper. Uh, just sobbing into a pillow, red pepper. Um, no. <laughs> you just said sobbing into a pillow, and it made me think of anal sex. I'm sorry, continue. So, I'm j just gonna segue here. Um, from anal sex? From, I'm going to use anal sex as a segue. Okay. Right, so last episode we talked about Fallout 4. Yes, we did. Um, and we talked, and I... I but you can't hear it! I made a joke, I think, about what I... Or, you made a joke about someone playing something on Steam, and I... I don't remember the joke now. Fuck. This is great radio. Uh, it's a drinky show! So the thing I've actually... It feels so good to be back in the groove! <laughs> it feels so good, and the drinks are finally Yeah, they're affecting, and it's... Oh. Uh, I'm so done with the project. I'm sorry, continue. I told a joke that you can't remember. Right, uh, so while Fallout I... Fallout 4, I have Pornhub... Well, I have not been playing Fallout 4. Okay, I I've, haven't either. I've been playing Katawa Shoujo. Katawa? Man, you and your fucking Asian shit. You talked about another Asian fucking thing earlier. <laughs> Did I? The death metal with the Vocaloid? Oh, yeah. Yeah, so what's this new Asian fucking thing that you're into? So, do you know what a visual novel is? Oh, yeah. Alright, so it's a visual novel. Uh, it it's was... It's like a meat and fuck, but more boring. Sure. <laughs> I guess that statement is true. <laughs> um, no, actually, that statement is probably true. <laughs> um, so what? what's this visual novel you've been experimenting with? So it's with? a visual novel. It was written by 4chan. By just, like, a couple people on 4chan got together. Um, the idea of the story is from someone else. And, uh... It's about a guy who, he's just a normal guy, and then his freshman year of high school okay. has a heart attack. Oh. And finds out he has arrhythmia. Okay. Which is a chronic heart condition. Yes. That, that causes your heart to beat at unexpected paces. Yeah. So, he's in the hospital for a couple months, and he ends up having to go to a school for challenged students. And so, all of the characters in this visual novel are challenged. One of them is deaf, one of them is blind, uh, one of them is missing her legs, one of them is missing her arms, okay. and one of them is a burn victim. So you're, you're describing various amounts of sexy to me. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So, Sorry, so if you know how visual novels work, uh, if you don't, I'll give a short synopsis. It's basically like the only person who won't be offended by that comment are the deaf. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh. Continue. Um, so this visual novel. So if you don't know how visual novels work, it's basically like reading an online book, except occasionally you get to pick choices. So actually, it's like it's, it's like, like a choose-your-own-adventure. It's book. an online choose-your-own-adventure. Yeah, um, that's a really good good way to put it. Uh, so one of the the routes you can take, you can choose to to romance this girl who has no legs, but that sounds like fun. Well, like she just it's cut off right above her knees. Wait a minute, is it romance or is it fuck for a night? It's romance. Oh, okay. It's 
it? It's a full romance. Well. You have to, like, work for it and shit. Damn. Yeah, it's boring. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. I actually really enjoyed it. Um, But, uh, she's a track star. Every time I with... laugh, it spikes the waveform. Continue. Yeah. She's she, a track star. She's a track star with no legs. Um, So she has fast arms? No. She... They make, like, these springy prosthetics for people without legs. Oh, she has the cheater legs. She has the cheater legs. I don't want to call it that because there actually are track stars with prosthetic legs who have won races and shit. So I'm not going to call them cheater legs. But really, you got springs on their fucking legs. What? I mean, is it fair? <laughs> I'm just going to leave that question blank. Is it fair? Is it fair? Continue. Um, yeah, so, so as the route goes on, you, like, run with her every morning and stuff and so one morning she's just like horny and wants to fuck and yes <laughs> and so without the prosthetics without without the prosthetics yes! so no fucking gangly ass legs getting you, in the way the two of you go into the the gym like sh um closet room like where they store all the gym equipment okay it's like a separate building yeah the equipment room yeah and so you're in there and you find the lube that was left over from the gay leader of the track team. Okay. Lemon flavored. I have no problem with this so far. Okay. And so, uh... And so you chose so to go ahead with it. You're you're talking with her. No, and you personally chose, yes, fuck with the used lube. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. No, right? So so you're talking with her, and you're like, oh, I thought maybe you and the, the track captain were a thing. And she just laughs, and she says, oh, he's gay. And you're like, oh. And she's like, this is Wait this a minute, is wait a minute, lube. wait a minute. I um, have a question. I have a question. It's yeah? an important question. Is this lube in a bottle? Or in a puddle? It's in it's in a bottle. Oh, okay, that's fine. It's not actually used lube. It's like a leftover <laughs> bottle. Of, okay, of lube. that's fine. I, I was like, I was imagining you scooping up a puddle of lube. <laughs> a puddle of lube? Like, a puddle of used anal sex lube from someone else and slathering it on your dick. And so the conversation goes where it normally goes when you're surprised to find out someone's gay. You're like, oh, so the track captain comes in here and has gay anal sex with this lube. And she's like, yep. And you're like, that's weird. And she's like, I'm not opposed to trying it. And you're like, go ahead! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Basically. And it's just like... It ends up being a really weird, like, never gonna happen again kind of anal sex. Um, Wait, you had anal sex with the girl? Yes. She she has no legs. It's not like she's missing a vagina. What the fuck are you? She why wants, go straight for the butt? Because you've already had vaginal sex. Look, and she I don't to have experiment. a problem. Look, I don't have a problem with butt sex. In fact, I enjoy it personally. <laughs> straight butt sex. Gay butt sex would probably feel the same. But it'd be different, because you have these responsibilities, one of which being a reach-around, which I'm not comfortable with. Yeah. But, but, um, butt sex is fun. I like it. However, this is the first time you're fucking this girl. No, it's not the first time you're fucking this girl. Oh, okay. You, you've fucked before. And okay. now you've reached an experimental point in your relationship. Oh, those are the best, aren't they? I guess. Do you not know? I don't. I'm sorry. I do. And they are. <laughs> If you're ever with a girl, be with her long enough to reach that experimental stage because it's a whole new world, baby. What's that one Disney song? A whole new world. <laughs> I'm so glad you got it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she 
Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, that's terrible. So, you fuck her in the ass. So, you fuck her in the ass. It's no good. It's I no guess. good? No. Well, that's a lie. You you finish, but she doesn't. Well, that's and... a lie, too. I have had... Mm, this show's never gone in this direction. I have had anal sex with a girl, and I I knew this girl well enough to know when she was faking. Yeah, she wasn't. I believe it. And and believe me, dude, this was a, a relationship that went on for years. Yeah, I knew this girl long enough to know when she was faking. I could tell. I didn't have to ask. I did every now and then just to make sure that my barometer was still you know on point. But barometer that that measures a specific thing. <laughs> pressure, I believe. <laughs> Atmospheric pressure. Yeah, barometric. Um, regardless of that, yeah, it happens sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you have anal sex, this girl's no good. This girl with no legs. I feel like that makes it easier. I guess. I don't know. I would agree. I would think so. I don't know. I don't have, like, a, a missing limb fetish or anything. I mean... But if I did... I guess in some way you don't have to stretch as Yeah, you don't gotta far. move that shit around. It doesn't get in your way. Legs get in your way, dude. Yeah, because, like, specifically in one of the early sex scenes, it starts off by her taking off her legs. The only thing legs are good for, as far as sex goes, is toes. I got a thing for toes, bro. I never really have... But yeah. it's not feet. It's not feet. I don't have a thing for feet. Feet are gross. Toes, however, that's a different fucking story. Uh, the the, the fucking heel, the fucking arch, the fucking ball, of the foot. Fuck all that. But a toe. I'm completely indifferent oh, to both. Boy, a toe. I don't. I don't even think feet are gross. I'm just completely indifferent. Anyway, I got this new pop filter on the mic. Yeah. And it's this like I I quit using the regular circular pop filter. I believe I gave it to you. Actually. Yeah, you gave it to me. Yeah, to use. Um, <coughs> which I don't believe you really need, but you. You said you had to wash your peas, and I said, okay, so here's a pop filter. I got this mesh pop filter. There's a funny story behind it um, that I will tell after the break. Are we going to take a break? We need to take a break. We've gone on for a little bit. All right. Um, Let's go refill our drinks and take a break. We should, Uh, but I want to hear the end of your Choose Your Own Adventure weird fucking... Uh, that, I've basically told all of it now. Have you really? Yeah, I mean... There's no punchline. That's what they call a shaggy dog story. You fuck her in the ass with lemon-flavored lube. Where is the punchline not? The entire story was a punchline. I agree. That is funny. Used lube that you scooped out of a puddle on the floor of a gym fucking equipment room and then you slathered on your dick and you fucked your legless girlfriend in the ass with used anal lube. Yeah. My version's funnier. Your version is funnier. <laughs> your version also is way grosser. It like, is. The actual story, I, I would fuck a hot girl with no legs in the ass with lemon lube. Dude, I honestly, wouldn't fuck a legless would... girl in the ass with lemon lube that, that I scooped off the gym room floor. <laughs> <laughs> Bullshit, you wouldn't. Anyway, we're gonna take a break. Sometimes dry is better. <laughs>
We're back. You just heard Ten Can, Uptown Funk, originally by Ron Swanson and Bruno Mars. Ron Swanson? Ron, isn't that his name? No! The guy who did the song originally? No! What's his name? I don't know. I'm pretty sure it's Ron Swanson. Ron Swanson is the libertarian caricature on Parks and Recreation. Oh no, you're right. What's his name? Dean, quick, look up his name. I don't know. What is it? Look up Uptown Funk. It's uh... Ron something. Uptown Funk. I didn't type in the- Ron- Mark Ron- Ronson. Mark Ronson. There you go. That's basically Ron Swanson. <laughs> you might take offense at that, depending on how he lands politically. Okay. Oh. <laughs> so. <laughs> Ron fucking Swanson. <laughs> I'm not good with names. <coughs> I, I don't ever claim to be good with names. Uh, good. Dean, we were having a conversation right before... I've... Um, Do you remember what it was about? Yeah. Okay, tell me, because I forgot. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You asked me to bring us back in because you said I had a a soothing voice. Yes. Um, And I have mentioned on this show before, and you asked me to explain, and then we got distracted and I didn't, uh, ASMR. Oh, yes. Have you, in that time, familiarized yourself with ASMR any? Yes, I know what ASMR is. So, perhaps our listeners don't. It's a weird thing that it's, it's not sexual. I want to start no. off with saying it's not sexual, but it can be. Yes. Some of the uh, things on Reddit gone wild, r slash gone wild audio, mm-hmm. ASMR, but way sexy. Yeah. There is there is definitely a cross-section between sexual and ASMR, but... Am I revealing how little I actually get laid every time I mention a different method of getting off without actually having sex? Am I... I give what what was it you just said? Am I am I giving away how little I get laid by mentioning all these different ways to get off without actually having sex? I knew exactly what Pornhub was. I've mentioned on other shows different every guy different knows exactly what Pornhub is. Well, no, but I've mentioned like other subreddits and stuff, obscure ones on other shows that are just porn. I mean, do I give away how little I get laid anytime I make a bad sex joke about some crazy fetish? I'm into that I'm not actually into. The bit here is that, ladies... We're not getting laid. Well, that's not the bit. Well, that's the bit, but the bit is, ladies, pity fuck, please. (laughs) (laughs) We're both straight, right? Yeah. Mostly. Mostly. Yeah. So, yeah, ladies. There there was that one story I told in episode three. Oh, yeah, you hit on a dude. I'm gonna leave it at that. Go listen to episode three. Um... Continue. Um, no, so so ASMR is a thing I've talked about on this show without ever talking about Explaining it. Explaining it, yeah. Um, because it's a thing I found in its infancy. I've been... I, it's infancy? Like early YouTube style? Oh, yeah. Like... Really? Um... I I wasn't there when it was named, but like just after... I don't even after, know where that name came from, dude. Just, um... Keep talking, I'll look it up. Uh, yeah, it's on it's on the ASMR subreddit. They have the um, links to the Wikipedia and things. <clears throat> but I've been following the ASMR scene for um, probably five or six years now. Uh, like, most of the big ASMR artists, I was early subscribers to their channels. Ooh, ASMR artists. I like that term. Yeah. Um, it's, sometimes uh, they'll so, be like... Sometimes... Read the read the thing. Um, ASMR, autonomous sensory meridian response, is a neo neologism, neologism 
for a particular phenomenon characterized as a distinct pleasurable ting tingling sensation in the head, scalp, back, or peripheral regions of the body in response to visual, auditory, tactile, olfactory, or cognitive stimuli. The nature and classification of the ASR ASMR phenomenon is controversial with much anecdotal evidence of the phenomenon but little or no scientific explanation or verified data. To be honest, dude, I don't think there's much scientific explanation to be had other than people speaking in certain tones or saying certain things makes you feel tingly sometimes. Like, that's just a thing that, I mean, I don't think it's weird. I, I, I don't know why science would have such a hard time being like, yeah, sometimes people talk and makes you feel tingly. Why is that hard? Well, it's, why is it's it hard? Not, it's... Why is it hard? I'm always hard. <laughs> Reddit gone wild audio, that's why it's hard. Um, Continue. I mean, it's not that whether or not it happens, it's why does it happen? And like I understand. One of the, the current posits is well, that dude, um like have you ever had like a really sexy like a girl that you were really attracted to whispering in your ear? Probably, but I was also probably very drunk. <laughs> What I'm trying to say is that creates a sensation. It creates a very, a, 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 a very physical sensation in your body. Uh huh. There's there's tingling in the nethers, and your hair stands on end, and there's all these different things that happen just because of a certain way that somebody talks, or the certain way that something sounds. You know? Yeah. What's the scientific problem there? Uh, the scientific problem isn't that it happens. Like clearly, it happens because there is a community of tens of thousands of people who say that it happens. The scientific problem is why does it happen? Yeah. And is there some reliable trigger? for yeah. it. Well, as a drunk college student, yeah. I feel like I have the uh, expertise yeah. to say, I don't fucking know, and who cares? <laughs> I kind of care because it's kind of interesting, but at the same time, it doesn't really matter. Um, so a ASMR is a thing I've been following for a while. A lot of people think it's really weird. Um, Some people think it's a kink, and it's really not. Yeah, I agree. Um, and... I, I will say, full disclosure, that I also am into the kind of sexual side of ASMR. Then there is one, very clearly. And there is one. On, on Gone Wild Audio, there is Gone one. Wild Audio, um... There is an entire subreddit, R-N-S-F-W-A-S-M-R. Really? Yeah. That's one I'm not subscribed to. Um. I should change that. It's decent. It's not very active. It's probably not, yeah. It's a little bit niche. Um, it's very niche. There's like, there's one or two posts every week. I usually say niche, but I'm drunk. <laughs> Continue. Um. ASMR. My, my favorite one, though. Uh, yes. Is R-Japanese ASMR. Really? Yeah. There is, it's not even an ASMR subculture. There is a subculture in Japan of these almost sexual audiophiles, but not in the way there is in America. Like, we have Gone Wild Audio, yeah. which is just like audio of a girl pretending like you're fucking. Yeah, and she's basically, like, it's basically just a, a, a girl or a man, because there are both, um, masturbating while saying super sexy shit. Yeah. Uh, this subculture is more, uh, personal attention-based. It's, uh, oh. like... 
uh, on our Japanese ASMR, you'll find a lot of ear-licking videos. Or, um, well, they're videos, but it's basically an audio track with a background. Yeah. Um, and so... Meant to, meant to trigger that sensation. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, it, it takes these... I don't know how popular they are, but there are a whole lot of them. Videos where a voice actress just records herself pretending to, like, lick your ears and yeah, yeah. whisper things to you. And there's different kinds for different people, you know... Um, there, there are lots of them because this is popular in Japan where they're addressing you as Onisan, which means older brother. So, uh, it's like having You're your... making this sound more and more like a kink. No. I was this... all, so I was here's all, the thing. Here's I was up like in here defending ASMR against the kink association and you're over here making this shit sound so kinky. This side of it is kinky. Oh, okay. But it's not all. Like, there are ASMR videos of people eating. One of my favorite ASMR videos is a towel folding tutorial. Just how that to... That could be super relaxing. How to fold towels into these kind of cool shapes. Yeah, that sounds, uh, that sounds both entertaining, relaxing, and informative. It both is. Both of all three of those. And it's not kinky. No, so no, not you're... It's fucking towels. But ASMR definitely has both a non-kinky and a kinky side. Yeah. And there is a very strong group of people who kind of hate the people who use it as a kink. Like, they think that ASMR should be completely non-sexual. It should be pure. And, yeah. Fuck you. Everything yeah. can be used as a kink. Yeah. There's nothing in this world that's not a kink. I made a, a joke last week about having homeless guys punch me in the face as a kink. Yeah. And someone out there has that kink. I'm sure. It's not me. No. Um, I'll, I'll still make the joke. Well, it's not you. You don't know about me. I don't know about you. <laughs> Continue. Um, but, uh... I don't know, ASMR is just kind of cool. Like, it's a thing that I enjoy every once in a while. You want to play, play an ASMR video real quick? No, because it's going to come out super creepy. I want to do it. Okay. You just made me want to do it more. Okay. Um, just go to YouTube. Um... Or just do a Google video search and let's find, see how on the first let's one. see how this uh, this sounds. Accidentally graceful is actually is the video the channel you clicked on and she's really good. She's from Texas. Is she? Yeah. This could be interesting. Okay. So well, I'm ending the video because that shit's boring for a podcast. No, it really is. Um, we especially to a whole minute and thirty seconds of that. Especially shit. if you don't experience ASMR. Oops, I just bumped the mic. It's okay. Um, there's just it's just I got weird. a boom and everything, and we still fuck it up. It's alright. <laughs> Nothing more can be expected of drunk college students. Um, that's a really that was actually a pretty great introduction to ASMR. It's just this really soft whispering. There's a lot of focus on mouth sound which I'm not always entirely okay with. Mouth sounds. If you ever listen to Pin Sunday School, uh, uh, there's a lot of mouth sounds in that podcast. 
Yeah, I'm I'm just not a fan of mouth sounds. <laughs> I know you're not. I can tell by your show. Wait a minute, is that a segue? I think it is. We were going to talk about your show. Tell me about your show. You've got a couple of really interesting episodes coming up. Yeah, I have um I have actually 3 episodes planned. Uh two that I'm or actually I have 4 episodes planned, two that I'm working on right now. Um <laughs> and actually, listeners of this show have heard me say what the next episode was going to be for two different for episodes. two different, yeah. Um, it's only been a couple of weeks, man. And for as complicated as you're making this, for as intense as you're being, and you're just one guy, that's totally fair. Yeah, so, and and here's the thing. Um, episode two is going to be a lot more in-depth than most episodes. I... Let me read your text real quick, because this is how you pitched it to me. This is how, not that anyone on this network has to pitch anything to me. That's the thing, is like, the, the point of this network is to make it as easy as possible. I want to use this as a future segue mm-hmm. to talk about the guy that we were supposed to meet. Um, Because I want to talk about it. I think it's an interesting sounding show. Yeah. Um, They just started sprinklers outside the window. I'm going to have to do two different noise cancellation filters. Um, Anyway, I want to read the thing that you sent to me. Okay. You sent this to me at 3.22 a.m. on Monday. Yep. I'm about to go to bed. I'm going to read this as a dramatic reading. Hold on a second. Let me rotate this mic. <laughs> I'm doing a dramatic reading. A dramatic reading of my text. Of Never mind that I'm here and could read my text. We're going to make Dean do it. I'm doing a dramatic reading of Ryan's text to me. I'm about to go to bed, but I spent a large portion of today working on the next Annie Files, and I thought I'd let you know what's up. Thanks for that, by the way. I like to know what's going on on the network so that I can plan accordingly as far as new uh, as far as newsletters go. Yeah. Okay. I've got the two episodes I've talked about to you previously. Okay, I've got the two episodes that I've talked about to you previously that I'm still working on. The one about trauma and escapism will be finished first, so that will be episode two. It's also the episode I worked on today. I'm actually really excited about this episode, and I've been pulling in medical journals and third-party blogs to supplement the content from the anime. At this point, my outline for the episode is a two-page Word document that I'm also putting... Wait, two-page Word document that I'm also putting episode notes in as I rewatch the series. I think I'd like to release the outline with my notes as a blog with page with episode two. I should have the outline and script for episode two finished by midweek. I'd like to record Wednesday night and maybe finish, edit, and publish Thursday slash Thanksgiving in the morning. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah. This has been a dramatic reading of Ryan's text to me. <laughs> I'm I'm actually really excited about this episode. Yes. I have very strong views about um this doesn't really factor in, but it kind of does people who are controlling and people who intervene in other people's lives and um kind of is it like a helicopter parent thing? No, because it's not parents so much as friends and acquaintances. Okay, who think they fucking know. Who think they know, and um, pe- people who think they know what's best for you. I have very strong views on that, and so... Well, as a libertarian, you should. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably why you're libertarian. Yeah, it really is. Um, 
So much so that I actually recently, semi-recently. I'm going to ask you to do um, me a favor. Yeah? Semi-recently is what you ended on. You recently, this or that. Um, I want you to do a dramatic reading of my reply. Just the one. Wow, dude. You are killing it. That's going to be awesome. <laughs> These are the banal conversations that we had. <laughs> oh... No, I actually recently alienated um, a large portion of people with whom I was acquainted. I won't call them friends. They're people I met through Ingress. Uh, and this, oh, yeah. this particular Ingress community was getting uppity and starting to, to dictate how its members played Ingress and when they played Ingress and stuff. And so I, I made it a point to alienate all of them by telling them how out of line and yeah. childish and immature they were for... Basically, for fuck off. ...intervening in people's lives yeah. over gameplay style um so so this show that i'm kind of covering is about trauma and escapism and recovery yeah and a little bit of that involves what's the show what's the show called uh the show is chunibyo okay chunibyo uh which doesn't have a direct translation but is roughly eighth grader syndrome. Oh, so is this like a day in the life middle school show? Yeah. Which is a popular anime subgenre, by the way, if you didn't know. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's high school, not middle school, but yeah. Okay. Basically. Yeah. Um, it's it's people basically after they should have gotten over their eighth grader syndrome. Um, who haven't? Who haven't? Yeah. Um, effectively, and so it deals a lot with uh trying to. I'll say take care of your friends, but really it's it's intervening in people's lives to establish some kind of social norm. See, I've been... Look, I grew up... Uh, a lot of my friends came to me for advice because they believed I gave good advice. And I don't know if that's still true because not a lot of people come to me for advice anymore, but 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 fairly recently, mm -hmm. um, our, la our last guest came to me for advice. Not Jake, Jess. Jake was our last guest. Our guest before last yeah. came to me for some advice and stuff like that. And she seemed to be happy with what I said. Uh, and their relationship has since ended, so I don't know. Fuck my advice. But people tend to believe that I gave good advice and things like that. And so I've kind of been in that position where you have to see things from another point of view and while all of my relationships have ended in absolute just abject failure um people still ask me for advice and i don't know why yeah i give it because i'm an asshole and i feel like everyone should hear my opinion but <laughs> it's one of those where I don't really know what I'm talking about. I just I, I just feel as though I mean, I know what it's like to be in other people's shoes and that's that's fun for me, I guess, to role play as someone else and try to imagine what they're thinking. Yeah, but there's a difference between giving someone advice when they ask and are seeking for it and saying, Oh no, you're you're doing something wrong and quote no. stepping in yes. unquote. Absolutely. Which uh, is what this anime is about. And this is a topic I'm very passionate about. So this this podcast, this episode two, has become quite an ordeal for me, and it's uh, something I'm putting a lot of effort and time into. That's excellent. Well, here's the thing. Since you're doing that, it's going to be a great episode. I In sure fact, so. dude, you might even beat the five-episode hump. Yeah? Yeah. I always say, because of my own experience doing two shows, like I know something, um, if five episodes it takes, minimum, to really kind of know what your 
show is going to be. Yeah. I think you might beat that hump, dude, with the work that you're putting into this. I think you might beat it. I really think that you should have, though, and I'm going to stress this because I think it would be so great. Yeah. I'm sorry. I had to burp. Guests. I plan on having guests eventually. Specific ones, though. Yeah. The anime club on campus. I definitely need to check that out. Um, I could, to be honest, dude, I would be happy to do the legwork and get a hold of somebody. Well, here's I have here's, hiccups. Give me a second to get rid of these fucking. It. Say something. Here's here's the thing. I looked up the anime club after the last time we had this conversation. Uh, they meet on Thursday nights. Uh, like while I'm in class or immediately after I get out of class. But my class is at Discovery Park and they're on main campus, and I'd have to catch a bus back to main campus. And um, getting to the anime club just isn't working for me this semester. But I'll um, do that legwork. Yeah. I'm free on Thursday nights. I will go there and ask people. I would love to get like the president or somebody who's an officer in the anime club. See, here's, to... here's the thing. I'd really like to sit down and talk with someone. No, just set in... up a meeting. I'll just oh, give yeah. them your information and you you and the, they can talk. That's fine. Uh, problem... I'm not going to be like an ambassador for your show. Like, <laughs> hey, I know this guy. His name's Ryan and this is what he wants to talk about. I'm not going to. I don't control your shit. But, um. No, you don't. I would love to go to a, a meeting of theirs and try to set up a guest that you could talk to. Just someone that you could email well, back and forth with and see if they would be interested. To be honest, I'd love to go. I just have to work it into my schedule. Um, because it's a... If that's not possible this semester, dude, I, I will definitely go and, and try to give people your information and get you some, some people to talk to. The other thing is... Um, Anime is not a genre so much as it is an alternative to live action. Yeah, it's an it's it's a so form. It's it's I not have a, to, there are different genres of anime. Yes. It is a form And I, I'd have to find someone who is they don't have to be into the same genre. It's as the me. difference between jazz just have to... and like the difference between anime and other stuff is like the difference between like Middle Eastern sitar music and jazz. It's just worlds apart. It's totally different. And then there are genres within jazz and there are genres within Middle Eastern sitar music. <laughs> But sure, it's a it's a different thing entirely. I'm not sure I I totally buy that analogy, but I'll run with it for now. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> um, I, I really would like to go to our anime club meetings. Um, we actually I was looking it up. We founded the uh I don't even remember what it is now. Mu Kappa Kappa organization. Yeah, there's an anime like fraternity. There's thing? an anime fraternity, and we started it. Yeah. Um. Because we're a weird ass school. Yeah, apparently. As mentioned previously. I used to when I when I was taking chemistry, uh, and this is not just like general chemistry, this is chemistry for engineering majors, I'd walk into class and there would be on the whiteboard just an advertisement for the Brony Club. Yeah, that's the kind of campus we're on. Which is great, to be honest, dude. It's so democratized. It it really is great. And full disclosure, I also am a brony. You are? Yeah. I didn't know that. Well, it's How long have I known you? Quite a while. Uh, so a couple years? A couple minimum? years. So here's the thing. Wow. Um, our our good mutual friend Stephen learning new things every day. Our mutual friend Stephen, who introduced us to each other, doesn't like bronies like at all. Really, is yeah. a problem? Yeah. So I can totally understand it. Look, dude, it's not a thing I talk about. I'm a guy who watches Batman the animated series on the regular. Yeah. I've seen episodes of that show time and time again. I've seen every episode of that show. I could name you what episode, what event happens in. Yeah. That's how 
how much I watch Batman the Animated Series. This is a show for children. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I absolutely understand the attraction of a cartoon show for children that speaks to you. Yeah. I I have no judgment against bronies. I, I am one of those guys that Kevin Conroy is my fucking Batman. And every other Batman that I see on film, on television, has to measure up to Kevin fucking Conroy. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So I don't judge bronies just because I watch a show for children religiously all the time when I'm bored, when I'm tired, when I want to be uplifted, I know what episode to queue up. Yep. It's it's one of those type of things. So I totally understand the brony thing. I don't... I'm not using it now. Um, my most upvoted post on Reddit is a Rainbow Dash wallet I made out of duct tape. That's awesome. It's pretty cool. Um, the problem, I don't... I don't... The I, problem with duct tape wallets is they don't last long. They don't at all. I made one before and it lasted <laughs> about two weeks. I use my wallet a lot. Mine lasted a little longer a than that. Yeah. But... Well, I use cash a lot. I don't often use card. Ah, yeah. So, yeah. Um, I have a very thorough defense of male college age kids watching My Little Pony. I'm not Mm going to give it here because it doesn't matter. Um, But, you know, I think it actually is productive. Oh yeah, there's there's a whole theme to that show. And the show really isn't, the theme really is in the title. And it's Friendship is Magic. And there's this beautiful moral to the whole story of the show, which is that like, you can, you want to have friends that you can depend on. Uh Uh-huh. You want to build relationships, if you want to even make it wider. You want to build relationships with loyal, dependable people and it's I don't think it's weird at all I don't I don't think the whole brony thing is weird in any way I I agree with you but I in my life in in the way I try to present myself yeah uh mix a lot of things and one of the things I mix in and the way I present myself is stereotypical traditional masculinity well um, we have to as men that's one of the things that you know feminism is an, is an interesting topic and I'm not going to talk about it but one of the things that feminism ignores is the neo feminism not not first or second wave feminism neo feminism the kind of fem- the kind of feminists that we deal with today yeah one of the things that they ignore is the uh expectations and the ridiculous honestly uh values Mm -hmm. that are placed upon men in the world which is why i consider myself a second wave feminist not third or yeah third or later yeah it's it's one of those things that we are expected to behave a certain way. Absolutely. Whether or not we actually like to brag about our sexual exploits, we are expected to. Whether or not we Which is we where actu- most of my jokes on this podcast come from. Well, yeah, but most of... <laughs> but they're jokes. That's yeah. the thing, is yeah. they're jokes. Um, there's a difference, I think, between comedy, and I don't consider myself a comedian, but between comedy and real life. Mm -hmm. Uh, And that's another topic for another day. Um, one that I hold very close to my heart. But, there is, there is something that men are expected to live up to. In fact, many transitioning, if you actually look, there are articles written by transcendent, sorry, drunkenness. Uh, that's why I love this podcast. (laughs) Any mistakes are just the fault of alcohol. Um, many transitioning trans men, Uh uh, are totally taken aback by 
And there was a very empowering, I think, for men article written by a trans man who transitioned and started doing hormone therapy and all this other stuff. And she said that she was so shocked by the way that men live. Uh-huh. Um, for one of those aspects being the constant flow of testosterone. Yep. Uh, she found herself having thoughts, she, he, found himself having thoughts about women on the subway. Yep. I thought... I knew what article you were talking about, and then yes. you said that, and I, now I know specifically who and yes. what you are talking about. Yes, this trans man wrote an article about the way that men live in this world, partially because of physiological reasons that cannot be uh, fixed yeah. or or changed, and shouldn't be, to be honest. This mm-hmm. is the way that we were made. But we were made as though, as though I'm a straight creationist. No, the way that we evolve, the way that we are meant to be. Um... It's just, I think that neo-feminism really ignores the kinds of things that you and I live with. Uh Uh-huh. That they simply cannot uh, comprehend in the same way that you and I can't comprehend exactly what a woman lives with. Yeah, I think that's fair. But, I don't know, that's just a a segue from a dumb thing, and now we can get back to your thing if you can remember what it is. uh, Yeah, I'm gonna bring us bring us back that um i was saying part of the way i intentionally present myself is stereotypical masculine but that's only yes, part yes. of it um and to some degree you are a stereotypically masculine man i mean uh, yeah and honestly that's your genetic makeup you're expect you're it's not just a societal expectation it's in your genetic makeup dude. yeah um and uh that is only part of it there are a lot of people who think i'm gay uh, my sister included my sister honest to god thinks i'm gay really Really? Yeah, because... I don't get gay from you at all. There are just certain ways I present myself which are not... Stereotypically masculine. Exactly. Um, yeah. But there are some some that are. And... I have the same problem. The, the stereotypical masculine view is that you just, on premise, yes. you cannot like anything that is for girls... Yes. And you cannot like anything that is for people younger than you. And technically, My Little Pony is both of those. It's for girls younger than me. I don't know. When you're dealing with children, this is the thing I've noticed as well. I know people who are our age who have children. So do I. Yeah. And it's it's really at the age that My Little Pony is targeted to, basically, I would say seven and below. Yeah. Seven years old and, and below, maybe eight. Uh, there's really no clear definition between man, male and female. No, there's not. There's no puberty yet. There's nope. no... It, it's very fluid. And I, I don't really care about all that kind of thing. I mean, a, a, a young boy can play with Barbie stuff, and it's whatever. It's not necessarily... Um, indicative of anything. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's just my view. Yeah. So, I... Uh, but you're right. It is a stereotypically masculine thing to reject anything that is below your age range or uh, for a female audience. I want to take this opportunity and segue because I learned something recently. Ooh, you learned a new thing. I did. Hold on a second. Talk, and I'm going to pull something up. All right. Um, Probably what you're pulling up Don't has, look. Has... Don't look at what I'm pulling up because you're going to laugh. <laughs> okay. So what I learned recently is that um, maybe we aren't exactly sure how the human genome worked. I was under the impression that we had mapped the human genome. Is that not something you have heard? Hold on, hold on. So you learned a new thing. I learned a new thing. Well, we have to use the classic learned a new thing thing. We do. 
cool. That had no audio, Dean. I had it. Did you? Yeah. I didn't have any audio. I'm sorry. That's your fault. <laughs> We're on the same splitter. That's true. Okay, so you learned a new thing. I learned a new thing. Yeah. Um, ha have you not heard that we've mapped the human genome? Yes, 100%. We mapped it. I heard recently that there are so many possible pairs of DNA and whatever that we don't actually know what everything is doing. That sounds completely likely to me. Yes, I agree. It sounds completely likely. Yeah. So here's the thing. We, I, uh, we have had this argument for a while that um, being gay is either something you're born with or something you learn. Yes. My view, based on my understanding that we had mapped the entire genome, was that it was something you learn because there is, as far as we know, no gay genome. No, there's no set of genes that can make a person gay. But here's, and so I'm going to defend gays for a second. Yes. Um, as you should. As absolutely. Because Christians will... <laughs> you said for a second like well, it was a controversial thing. <laughs> uh, you're right. You're right. So We're funda drunk! Fundamentalist Christians will say, well, if it's a choice, then we need to make all gays choose to be straight. Yeah, and that's how you get Jesus Camp, which it, is yes. the freakiest fucking documentary ever made. My, my understanding is we don't know what life circumstances lead a person to be away. You know what? And if you, you know end what? up gay, you end up gay, and it doesn't matter. Hold on a second. We need to take a break, because we're both out of drink. We're both out of drink. And also, we've reached our time limit for this segment. Okay. <laughs> so, we need to take a break. We'll come back with the discussion of people making people ungay. Okay, let's do it. Alright, we're taking a break. He samples one of my favorite ASM artists, Gentle Whispering. Um, I thought that would be a good tie-in. So. Sounds good, man. I, I'm, I'm, you know, there's nothing I like better than tying things together. <laughs> I just made that up. That's not a song or anything. No, it's pretty good. <laughs> it's pretty good. <laughs> Yeah, so we were talking about uh, gays and whether or not it's something you're born with. Yeah, we were talking so, about, uh, we got to Jesus camp and uh, praying the gay away. Yeah. Uh, to a certain degree. And uh, the idea that you can get rid of gay. And I don't believe you, you can. Nah, I don't. I don't think it's something you can. But I also don't believe it's something you're born with. And this just comes from my understanding of science and the human genome. Yeah. Um, I think it's, it's something that you learn as you're raised. But I don't think that invalidates it. No, no, absolutely. It's there's the whole nature versus nurture argument for all of human behavior. Yeah. Um, whether or not someone grows up to be a sociopath. Yep. Is nature versus nurture. You know, all this other stuff that plays into all of these things. People who have perfectly loving parents and they come out to be mass shooters or whatever the fuck you want to say. It, it's one of those that I think there's a certain amount of human behavior that simply cannot be quantified. And science will hate me for this, but I believe that there is... I, I... 
I don't want to say soul, because not only do I want to be respectful to the atheists that we might have listening, but I also am not necessarily sure that that's what it is. Yeah. But there's something in human beings that makes us... Not unique, because no human being is a special snowflake. There's seven fucking billion of us. If you think you're special, you're fucking lying to yourself. Yeah, absolutely. However, there are differences between one another that we have, even if we fall into groups, that I believe cannot be quantified. Yeah. My favorite example is, um, as a seven-year-old, I didn't like girls. I didn't like guys. I thought girls were gross. They had cutie... uh, Cooties. Cooties. Blech. (laughs) Um, isn't alcohol great i thought girls had cooties i didn't want anything to do with them and but everyone told me i thought girls had cooties because i secretly liked them and didn't want to admit it and i just grow into liking girls and maybe i grew into liking girls because of that and maybe for the same reason in slightly different circumstances i would have grown into liking guys it doesn't matter you know it doesn't i or you our listener turned out who they are the way they are, and that's perfectly fine, right? Yeah, absolutely. There's no, like I said, again, there's no such thing as a special snowflake. Yep. However, the diversity among human beings should be celebrated. Absolutely. We we have the capacity. I see this as what makes us unique from animals. We have the capacity to be all different kinds of people within our species. Uh-huh. Male lions will always fuck lionesses. Yep. Always. And they will, and the lionesses will always look disinterested because <laughs> they do and the male lions will always look like they have the weirdest o face have you ever seen the lion's o face no it's crazy anyway they'll always be like that because that's how they are humans however uh-huh. have the capacity to be different and whether that is by genes which it appears not to be or by nurture which it arguably appears not to be doesn't matter yeah None of that matters. We are above nature. I agree. Yep. I I see humans as being above nature. And there are some people who are like, no, everything a human does is based upon its its baser instincts. Bullshit. Bullshit. Because how do you explain the emotion? This is the thing that, that I think cuts that. How do you explain the emotion of love? When you are willing to make yourself emotionally dependent Mm -hmm. upon the emotions of another person. So much so that when it falls apart, it destroys a person for years. Yep. How is that nature? Dean, what is love? Baby, Baby, don't don't hurt hurt me. me. Don't hurt me. (laughs) No more. Yeah, no, I totally get what you're saying, and I absolutely agree. Um, <clears throat> I think a certain amount of intellect puts a species above nature, is all I'm saying. You can beat nature with reason. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, um, and my argument, which uh, contributes to your, your point, is uh, if we are all our base instincts, what are asexuals? I agree. I actually considered myself asexual for a while. Really? Yeah. Um, that doesn't surprise me. You seem like that kind of guy. You seem like the kind kind of person who would not be interested in sex for a while like just totally disinterested yeah and part of that might actually be uh, the medicine i'm on which i've talked a little bit about on the show that's always possible um but could just... be the same reason that i'm totally i mean i'm on lexapro that could be the same reason that i'm totally not interested in editing those fucking videos we made earlier or maybe because that fucking class sucks and i don't fucking care maybe maybe yeah. um it's just one of those things <laughs> The, uh, I don't think I said this, 
I haven't given his name, so I feel okay letting this out. The guy that I was apparently accidentally hitting on in Phoenix mm-hmm. uh, was when you se- meant to be hitting on another female. When I meant to be hitting on a female, he was apparently asexual. Yes. Um, and learning that while I was drunk kind of like blew my mind in a spectacular way. <laughs> That I just then couldn't do anything about because I was too drunk. Um, well, yeah, like you, you hear that kind of thing, and it's just like, like a Keanu Reeves kind of. Whoa. Yeah, yeah. Basically. It was like you know. Then I I wanted to talk to him about life and shit, but I had literally just met him that night, and I was shit faced, drunk, and, and trying to hit on a girl. Trying to hit on a girl. <laughs> so fuck the life experiences of other human beings. I'm trying to get laid. <laughs> Basically. Unsuccessfully. Which is fine. Which, yeah, it happens. Nothing wrong with that. I understand. You know, I think a lot of my view on this topic is informed by my incredibly fundamentalist Christian upbringing. I don't know that it is, though. It sounds pretty logical. I'm glad to hear that. I mean, it's one of those things that... Honestly, if, if we were to have this conversation in front of a, a Christian fundamentalist, uh-huh. like if we have one Christian fundamentalist sitting in the chair that I sometimes bring in like for guests. if Jake was our guest here. Perhaps. Yeah, actually. He has kind of, I don't want to call him a fundamentalist. Though. He really isn't militant. a fundamentalist, but he is far more Christian, Christian than either of us. Than either of us, yes. Yeah. Um, I border on, I, I don't want to say I border on atheist. I'd say. But it's more of a philosophical thing for me. <laughs> Um, I w- I'd say you border on agnostic. You, yeah. you are a Christian close to the agnostic. Possibly. It's a, it's more of a philosophical guideline for me than like, here's the thing. If the 2000 year old history written by men translated over and over and over again happens to be wrong, I don't give a shit. Yeah. Like that's, that's the basic thing of it. it. It's more of a, like, I like the philosophy of it and that's fucking fine with me. Yep. Um, so yeah, that's me. You, you also, I just, because I don't really know that this conversation has anywhere left to go. Um, you believe in the supernatural in a way that I really used to. I really do anymore. believe in the supernatural. I I really really do, and it, I don't see that as like a religious or not thing. Yeah. Um, I see that as more of a uh, scientific or not thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, I do I, because I don't believe you have to be religious to believe in the supernatural. I'm not saying like I fall for fucking telephone psychics and shit. Yeah. But. But I, I think there's some shit that can't be explained. There's some level of humanity that can't be measured. And, uh, you know, X, Y, and Z. It's just one of those things that I, I really do believe because I've witnessed weird shit and I've heard stories of people who thought who have witnessed weird shit. Yeah. And it's, you know, I think some weird shit just can't be explained. So, um, I don't think I've talked about this on the podcast before, so I'm going to take this opportunity. Um, late in, in my, I'm going to say career, Career, because I can't think of a better word right now, as a Christian. Yes. I, um, a lot of my beliefs were informed by this one guy that I had a really great conversation with. Yeah. This guy was potentially crazy. Everyone, the, the people who introduced me to him don't like him because he is crazy. Quote crazy. Quote crazy. Yeah. But a lot of his views, I found myself agreeing with. And perhaps that's why I ended up an atheist. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah. So here's the thing. Nowhere, literally nowhere. I have read the Bible cover to cover three times. Yes. Nowhere does it say that the God Yahweh, uh, I apologize if you're Jewish and I just committed a cardinal sin. Um, nowhere does it say that he is the only God. It says that he is the only God you are to worship. He is the highest God, the one true God. I don't so, 
know enough to corroborate that, but continue. So this guy, uh, his name is John. His views, and the views that I adopted after talking to him, were that um, we both believed in Wiccanism. Are you familiar with Wiccans? I am. We both believed that the gods of Wicca and potentially hundreds of other gods were real, but that the god Yahweh, again, I apologize if you're Jewish, yes, was higher and more powerful than all of them, and that maybe Wiccans worshipped their two Wicca gods, but that we weren't supposed to do that because Yahweh was higher and above them. Kind of in a Greek kind of way where you have... Titans, gods, demigods, that kind of thing. Exactly. And one of the things is Paul living in the the Greek Roman times never says your gods aren't real. He says my god is better than your gods. Yeah. And so that was a view I adopted that there could potentially be many gods. Yeah, many but gods. But there was one above them. Yeah. And that was just the a, god of the universe. Yeah. Supposedly. And it didn't affect how I lived my life any adopting yeah. that view. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't it, it, that's the fascinating thing about religion a lot of times, especially <laughs> religions that are based on laws like a lot of uh, modern Christianity. They really, really care about the Ten Commandments, even uh-huh. though the Ten Commandments were written for Jews. Yep. <laughs> and it's fascinating to me because I'm just sitting here like, you realize you're Gentiles, right? Like, that's not for you. Not at all. You weren't meant to abide by any of that. Your your Ten Commandments bookmark doesn't fucking matter. Well, I wouldn't say it doesn't matter. Uh, the view I was raised I would. With... I would say it doesn't fucking matter. Cool. (laughs) I support your beliefs. The view you were raised with. The view I was raised with is that Jesus came to fulfill the Old Testament. Yeah. So we are not bound to it. Yeah. However, God set it in place because he loves and cares about us and is useful. And so the most beneficial actions to us are to still obey the Old Testament because God would have set it in place for a reason. I've never thought that made me sense. Yeah. But that's just me. It's one of those things where I'm like, look, the laws that were put in place, and here's the other thing, too. There's another argument entirely that, that focuses basically on meat. <laughs> yeah. Which is that there wasn't refrigeration. And there wasn't, when they cooked things, they didn't end up as sanitary as exactly. things we do now. Yeah. yeah. And so that's why in the New Testament, you know, the, the sheet of all the food comes down before Paul, and Paul yes. says, I would never eat anything unclean. And God says, do not call unclean what I have made clean. And the idea is that, you know, those laws are set in place to protect us, um, but we don't need that protection anymore because we have better technology. Yeah. Well, the advent of refrigeration. Yeah. Uh, namely, burying a thing in snow. Yeah. I mean, that to me is like, I mean, it's just one of those historical and religious things that often uh, don't agree with one another. But it, it, I don't know. Like you said, I'm one of those guys that's kind of, I see Christianity as an excellent philosophy. Yeah. And. And if a 2,000-year-old book translated over millennia, millennia, not millennia, <laughs> literally not millennia, if a 2,000-year-old book translated over the centuries happens to be wrong, okay, fine, it's wrong. You know, I, I'm not so married to any one philosophy that I can't consider or even uh, agree with another. Yeah. It's just one of those things. Um, I have a, a friend who considers herself agnostic and not atheist, even though she doesn't believe there's a god. Uh, her point of view is, we can never know. And Yeah, and that, that to me makes sense as well. Yeah. Because 
how can you measure that which cannot be measured? Exactly. And the God of the Christian Bible is set up in such a way that, like, we can't really know. And so my view, when personal circumstances led to me failing to find him, said, all right, well, he doesn't exist. Maybe a more informed view would be to say, well, I can't prove he exists, so maybe he does or doesn't. Yeah, it's one of those things that Pendulette would take the opposite view. Yeah? Pendulette would say, you can't fucking prove that. Fuck off. But can we prove he doesn't exist? That's I mean, kind of that's one of the arguments that I that I see that I mean look there, science can only prove the null hypothesis right we've established this before science itself is built in such a way that it can only accept a null hypothesis yeah or accept or reject a null hypothesis it's one of those things about science that's limiting but for a good reason yeah and it's one of those things that I believe that science has become kind of a religion among people I absolutely agree I think we've had this talk on this podcast before. We have, absolutely. Um, science has become one of the things that people worship. People yep. worship yep. science, and their saints are the great Bill Nye yep. and uh, the, the uh, I don't know, the illustrious Neil deGrasse Tyson. Those who, are the s- who, I will point out, considers himself agnostic, not an atheist. Exactly. And these people are are the saints of the holy church of science. Yep. Right? People, people just bow to whatever, quote, science says. And we have to realize science is human. Yep. Just like, to be honest, 2,000 years of scribes and uh, re- of, oh, what you, translation. No, but you don't understand. It was divinely inspired. Oh, yeah, it was divinely inspired. That's why the monks only wrote down what they were told to. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those things that I, just, I, I see science the same way I see religion, which is, yeah, it could be wrong. Yeah, it absolutely can. We see that all the time. Yeah. Where, you know, some journal is published that changes everything, right? And then a year later, someone isn't able to reproduce the results because the original paper was flawed. Yeah. And it's like, oh. Their research methods were thorough. Yeah, you, you who changed the entire face of our known universe, fuck off, you were wrong. Yeah. It happens all the time. It does. I don't know. I don't have a problem with that kind of thing. Um, okay, we have a few minutes left. Do you want to talk about this last thing? Because I kind of do. I also kind of want to talk about it. So let's segue into the news again. Okay, we're going back to the news. This is a, uh, look, this show is made up of non sequiturs. Completely. We use the news to come up with stories from our lives that we can then tell on air live for you motherfuckers. Not live. It's not, this show isn't live. No, it's not live. It's recorded. Hopefully it will be one day. I would love to have a high quality webcam set up, set up so that we could stream the show. I'd love to just have enough listeners that we could fucking do something to like 10 or 20 people. There is the idea, the argument, that content comes before consumers. Yes, that is an economic theory. Yes, that you have to have the content, you have to have the thing in order to have the consumer. It's it's one. Supply, it's it's spoken in this. Supply necessitates demand. Exactly. You are damn right. Have you taken. How many economics? classes have you taken? I don't really want 
say. Say. Three. Three economics classes? Yeah. Different ones, or no. you failed the same one twice? I failed the same one twice. Okay. <laughs> well, then you know. Like, it, either way, you know. doesn't matter. Uh, I took an a college-level economics course in, uh, in high school. Yeah? Yeah. And that idea, that theory of supply creates demand really kind of stuck with me a little bit. I like that idea, and that's why, again, this network, we're here to bring you good, high-quality content, except the last episode of Jim's Files. Um... And and then you will want to listen. That's the idea. That's the idea. Exactly. I hope it works. Me too. I'm I've been I've been posting our stuff on Ello and actually getting a decent number of views. So Really? Ho- hopefully, yeah. Uh, Good. I shared this podcast on Ello. It has over 100 views. You're fucking kidding me. No. I should be checking our analytics a little more carefully. Yeah, you should. You should also be posting the show on Ello. I do post it on Ello. Oh yeah? I didn't post the last one. I was too embarrassed. Well, I get that. Yeah. But this one will cover up, uh, you know, another episode will cover a multitude of sins. So. So saith the Lord. Yeah, so saith the Lord of DinoNet, your God, Dino. <laughs> All right, so we started segueing into this earlier. and Yes, then we did. I and then we kind of went off on a weird direction, which was good. I like that conversation. Uh, however, read this headline to me, sir, because you're probably more sober. I doubt it. Google will donate every time you use Android Pay this holiday season. Subhead, in a push to get more shoppers to use Android Pay and give back to those in need, Google will donate $1 from every sale. So, here, here's the thing. Before we even get into the article. Yes. I have the Google Wallet card. I do not have the card, but I have the app. I have the card. I have the app. I have Android Pay. I would love to use Android Pay everywhere. I have yet to find a single store which supports it. I've found a couple. Really? Yeah, I've, I used it at CVS one time. I used Android Pay. Okay. This happened pay thing. I don't ever go to CVS. Okay, well, I found another one that I can't remember what it is. But I know I've used it at least twice. I would love to use Android Pay somewhere, but yeah. it just always ends up that I just have to... Bust out my Google Wallet card. Alright, so, uh, let me read this a little bit. Feeling festive and philanthropic, uh, philanthropic this holiday season. Use your Android phone to buy gifts and everything else through the end of the year, and Google will donate money in your honor. One dollar from every transaction paid through Android Pay will go to special needs education programs in the U.S. through the charity DonorsChoose.org. Google will donate a total of $1 million from now through the end of 2015. As an added bonus, Google doubling... As an added bonus, Google's doubling the donation to $2 for every purchase if you use Android Pay on Black Friday, November 27th. The campaign is designed to get more people to use Android Pay, Google's new mobile payment system available for phones with NFC and running Android Lollipop and up. It's easy to set up and lets you use your phone to tap and pay at terminals that accept NFC payments, which are getting more prevalent. That's poorly written. That wasn't me being drunk. That's poorly written. Many big retailers nationwide accept NFC now, including Walgreens, Staples, and and Macy's. For the full details, include restrictions. Head over to Google's blog post. Man, listening to you read that made me realize exactly how drunk we are. Yeah, it's... I was terrible. And I know I was terrible. I usually read much better. My dramatic reading 
reading of your text was much better than that. It was. Yes, it was. It wasn't nearly as slurred. No, it wasn't. But at this point, we are both slurring our words heavily. We are. Uh, but what do you That's think how you about... know it's been a good show. Exactly. Uh, by the way, we're going longer now than we were in earlier shows just because we spent so much time doing bullshit. We, we just need the reset. Exactly. This show is for us as much as it is for you. I agree with that entirely. So, uh, what do you think about Google using Android Pay as a kind of philanthropic, philanthrop, philanthrop, philanthropic endeavor? I like it. I wish Google Pay was supported at the stores I shop at. I don't shop at Walgreens, Staples, or Macy's. I shop at, uh, I don't know that I have a Walgreens equivalent. I guess Quick Trip? I, sh- I shop at <laughs> Quick Trip and Wendy's. Quick Trip, uh, Kroger, and Hot Topic. Really? You shop at Hot Topic? I love Hot Topic. I don't know. I haven't been at Hot Topic in a long time. I've gotten band tees there every now and then, but I haven't been there in a very long time. It's I mean, been three years probably. I know I'm. I, I know I'm 23, but I love to pretend that I'm like an 18 year old scene kid. <laughs> That's awesome. I, part of the thing is, like, for I'm so small that I have to wear belts with jeans because I just can't find jeans that are small enough for me. Yes. And I'm not going to wear a fucking leather fancy-ass belt that I get from anywhere. So I go to Hot Topic and just grab, like, a, a studded belt and maybe pick up a couple shirts while I'm there because they have decent shirts. I agree. Well, if you don't have more to say about this, I want to fucking rag on Justin Bieber. Let's, Real quick, because I, we're I, about to run out of time, and I really want to take whatever time is left to rag on Justin fucking Bieber. All right, let's do it. Okay, so read the highlighted text, if you will. Justin Bieber was the picture of relaxation while riding a scooter in Beverly Hills, November 24th. Same day, B bailed... It should be he. It should be he. B bailed on performing The Late Show with Stephen Colbert and the CBS Thanksgiving Day Parade. You're totally busted, B. So Justin Bieber was riding around on a scooter the day that he was supposed to do several other things. What a fucking cunt nugget this guy is. Oh no, Justin Bieber, he's not doing the things he said he would. I really hate I really hate him though. Really? I really fucking hate him. He pissed in the mop bucket, he throws eggs at his fans. I hate the guy. I'm not a Justin Bieber fan. Fan, but you know he did he did the song Where Are You Now with Skrillex and and Diplo under the name Jack U and Skrillex came out after that and like oh Justin Bieber was so respectful and nice and kind bullshit I was kind of hoping that maybe Justin Bieber wasn't a total asswipe but fuck him no he's a total asswipe he's a total dick I I have no respect for the guy I haven't had respect for the guy in a long time um but I don't like any of his music he's he's just been a stuck-up brat for the last, like, three years. My view of him was just kind of hoping that maybe he wasn't a little bitch, and... Does this story... Wait a minute. This is almost as big as someone turning away from their religion. No, it's not. Does this story... Shut the fuck up. It does. (laughs) 
Does this story, does it convince you that Justin Bieber is a little cunt? Yeah, it does. That deserves no respect? Yeah. And that everyone should hate? Yeah, I guess. Another convert. If you say so. Welcome, welcome, ye faithful, to the church of anti-Justin Bieber, where we sit around and hate on Justin Bieber, because he's a little fucking cunt nugget who isn't worth a shit, and who likes to be mean to his fans, and sucks dicks. Okay. Uh... <laughs> If you say so. I don't I don't even care. Really, this guy rode a fucking scooter around. He was supposed to be on the late show and he was supposed to be part of the Thanksgiving Day Day Parade? Parade. 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 And he uh fucking rode a scooter around. Let me see, let me highlight this a little bit. Uh CBS will not be happy with these new pictures of Justin having fun in the California sunshine after bailing on two major appearances for the network at the last minute. Like, seriously, fuck CBS. I hate CBS so much. I don't I don't even care. Like, yes, Justin Bieber is a spoiled brat and he should have shown up for the things he said he was gonna do, but like fucking Thanks Thanksgiving Day Parade and the Stephen Colbert show, like, those don't mean fucking anything. At all. Well, I don't Fuck know. Fuck Colbert. The fucking, the, the, the new Late Show is supposed to be, like, you remember the old Late Show, right? Yeah. Big fucking deal. Colbert hosting the new Late Show is supposed to be a big deal. Yes, but it's I not. I personally don't think he's very good. No, me either. He's awful. And the I new... think he's just too used to doing the Colbert Report. Honestly. The new Late Show is just shit. Anyway, Carefree Beebs was wearing his usual distressed jeans and an oversized red t-shirt as he raced around on a street black on a sweet black scooter yeah I'm drunk sweet black scooter while he smiles talking to a pal nearby oh no the world's gonna end to be honest though he agreed to do these things and then he backed out and then he rode around on a fucking scooter obviously free time during these things I wish I could give a fuck <laughs> I just absolutely don't. Oh. His new hairstyle is fucking retarded and stupid, and he looks awful. Retarded? Wow, you're really attacking the safe space, aren't you? It's a thing I do. It's whatever. Um, be careful, dude. You, you know what or I... you're gonna be the official Drinky Files safe space attacker. Attack a Mizzou! Attack a Mizzou right now! <laughs> Attack him as a zoo? I really... <laughs> Man, you know what? You know what is wrong with society? What? Zoos. Where we, like, <laughs> lock up panda bears and force them to procreate and shit. <laughs> Fuck panda bears. We should let them go to <laughs> Zoos have done nothing for us. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, you know, you know what's awful about this article? What? They're dragging Selena Gomez in. Do you know how long they've been broken up and they just, like, feel the need to show her yep. picture and bring her into this article? I like, agree entirely. she's somehow relevant for Justin Bieber's failing? And she's a beautiful little little young Hispanic girl. She shouldn't be dragged into this shit. No! It's a fucking Canadian! They're so far below Mexicans! <laughs> <laughs> oh, this show has just gone to to. I do want to say one wall. more thing. It's gone. To if shit. you are a Mizzou student and you feel as though your safe space has been violated by the media, fuck off. <laughs> Fuck right off. And if you're a Mizzou student and you feel like your whole reason for existing, I guess, has been violated by the attacks in Paris, fuck right off. You're a piece of shit. 
Fuck you! <laughs> Fuck you! What does Paris have to do with this, Dean? Don't be mean. Did you see all the Mizzou students who were complaining about the fact that the Paris attacks took the spotlight away from their little fucking protest? No, I didn't see they any were. of that. They were. It was all over. Really? Yes. Fuck you, you fucking cunts. People died. Yeah, no, I'm kind of on your side now. Yeah. Fucking Mizzou students with your safe space from the media where you don't want to be questioned, fuck off. And fucking Mizzou students with your safe space from the media where you don't want to be questioned and you don't want to have the spotlight taken away from you by actual fucking dead people killed by actual fucking terrorists. Fuck the fuck off. You stupid fucking cunts. I hate you fuckers. You all love oh. that snap. Good job. You, you tell him, girl. <laughs> you you just, tell him. I just had to make that point. It's a little late. I'm about a week late on this news. But, oh my god, fuck off. Fuck right off. I'm not a fan of war, but if you're a Mizzou student and you feel like your little stupid fucking racial injustices outweigh the deaths of hundreds of Parisians, fuck off. Fuck off. You're not worth a shit to me. Yeah, I, I, yeah, okay. <laughs> I just wanted to make that point, and what a note to end the show on. It's the best note to end the show on. Ryan, who the fuck are you, man, and where can people find you? Uh, I'm Ryan. People can find me on Twitter, at Shadowhawk54. People can find me on LO, at Cheddarhawk54. Uh, and find me on my podcast, Any Files, on Dean-O.net. Dean-O.net. Dean. Yes. Who are you? Where can people find you? I'm Dino. People can find me most places at Dean Wisner. That yeah. includes Twitter. Yeah. And that, I have to spell this because people don't ever fucking know how to spell it. Dean. Yeah. Spelled Dean. Yeah. D D E. -E. D-E-E-N? Yes, exactly. No. D-E-A-N... W-I-S-E-N-E-R. Find me there. Did you catch that? There's an extra E in there. W-I-S-E-N-E-R. See, people think it's an extra E, but I've always heard from, you know, family. Yeah? It's an old parable. Uh -huh. that there were two brothers who disagreed. Okay. And one of them decided to drop an extra E. Okay. So, one of them is W-I-S-N-E-R. The other is W-I-S-E-N-E-R. And I am lucky enough to have the extra E. Because, fuck me, right? So, <laughs> I'm on Google Plus at uh, Plus Dean Wisner, the same way I spelled it before, not the dumb way without the extra E. Two E's, motherfuckers. Uh, I'm on Twitter at Dean Wisner. I'm on LO at Dean Wisner. I've pretty much gotten it lined out to where everywhere I'm at Dean Wisner, except Facebook, but I don't use Facebook, so fuck you. Fuck you, you Facebook users. Facebook is shit. Facebook really is shit. I hate it. I addressed the mic. I'm looking at the fucking pop filter with you such You are looking anger. at that pop filter. You're not like looking at the computer or me. You are looking at that pop filter with such I directed really, anger and I really energy. want listeners to know that Facebook is shit and you should find somewhere else to, find, to do your social networking because Facebook is fucking terrible. It's awful. I recently have re-fallen in love with Ello. It's just so beautiful and clean. I love the fact that we are not uh, abandoning the notion yeah. of having the longest outros ever. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> we will continue to Every have... Every outro leads to a completely new discussion. Ten-minute <laughs> outros just because, you know, how, how else are we going to end a drunk podcast? You know podcast? what? You know what? 
in honor of the longest outro ever, Ryan, who yeah. are you again? Who am I again? Holy shit. Maybe our listeners forgot. Listeners, I'm Ryan. You can find me on Twitter, at Shadowhawk54. You can find me on Ello, at Cheddarhawk54. You can find me on Steam. My permanent username is Shadowhawk54, and my current display name is Cheddarhawk54. Doesn't matter. Steam is confusing. People who know how to use Steam will know how to find you. You can find me on Clash of Clans in my own personal clan, which Dean is in. Thank Burb. Thank Burb. That's really important. We should plug that every show. We should. Clash we should start clan. plugging our Clash of Clans You know what we need show. to do? We need to start a, uh, a Boom Beach group so, so just so that we can have another online mobile game to plug. Here's the thing. Yes. I made a Boom Beach account. Did you? I did. Yeah? I hated it. Really? I can't stand Boom Beach. I like it. I don't. It's so boring. It's it's Clash of Clans for people who aren't good enough to play Clash of Clans. Okay. Well, this is my advice to you. Yeah? Stick with it until we have a fucking, uh, what do they call it? Until them? we have our own command center or whatever. Or whatever it is. Yeah. Stick with it until we have that so we can fucking plug it, dude. Do it for the show. I'll, I'll consider it. Don't consider. Do. I'll consider it. You're Shadowhawk54 on Twitter, aren't you? I am. You're Cheddarhawk54 on L. Hello, aren't you? I am. I am Dean Wisner. D-E-A-N-W-I-S-E-N-E-R. Because I'm, we know our listeners are as drunk as we are. I need to exactly. hear it again. Exactly. On uh, Google Plus and on Twitter and fuck Facebook and on Ello. Uh, you can find this show and Dino Files, which is my much more serious political show. And Annie Files, which is Ryan's much more serious anime show that you heard us talk about. Yep. You can find all of that on dean-o.net. Go there. There it's are links website. there. It is a website. It's a real website. It is a real website. You can find links there to our iTunes, to our uh, RSS, everything. Every way that you could possibly subscribe, except for Google Play Music Podcasts. Yeah, we've had problems, and it's not very nice, but I'll skip that. Because we're going to try to fix it. We are going to try and fix it. Um, all of that is available at dean-o.net. Remember, dean-o.net. Uh, if you want to start a podcast, man, fucking get a hold of us. Yeah, because we, we were going to talk about the guy who wants to start a podcast. on. Yeah, we ended up not having time. And we ended up skipping it because other shit came up. Which is want to happen on a drunk show. Indeed. However, we uh, will certainly love... We would certainly love to hear about your idea for a podcast and the point of this network is to make it easy for people creative people like you to start a podcast and get going immediately 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 we have a space for you we on do Dino.net. we are your source dean-o.net if you wanted to see those stupid gent videos we just did you can go to dean-o.com but there's no guarantee it's going to be around for very long i'm thinking about just folding it into dean-o.net that's i would do that. I just want yeah. it into Dino after yeah. this semester is over. I agree. So, Shadowhawk54 on Twitter and on other stuff. Cheddarhawk54 on Ello. And I am at D-E-A-N-W-I-S-E-N-E-R everywhere that you would want to talk to me and that I would actually reply to you. Uh, that's the end of this show, man. This has been Drinky Files. It has. And listeners, thanks for the bad anal sex with lemon-flavored lube. You 
used lemon flavored lube. I feel like that's gonna be that's a gonna, t-shirt that's gonna, one day. I would wear that t-shirt. I would do used lemon flavored lube. Contact us at hashtag used lemon lube. <laughs> <laughs> That would be really great if I didn't actually have a bottle of lemon lube back in my apartment. (laughs) Dino Ned is a podcast network that brings you the listener donation-supported podcast. These shows are supported exclusively by their creator and their listeners. There are no ads on this network. That means the podcast you listen to is the product, not you. And remember, DinoNet is always looking for great shows to join in our movement. If you've got a podcast or you want to start a podcast and you feel like you would fit well with our family, come on, send us an email at deanwnet at gmail.com. Come on, come on.